Well, we thank you for tuning in here on Friday night, the Z92.5 Game of the Week. This is kind of a matchup that the writing has almost been on the wall since about <laughs> week six. If you are a fan of bracketology and you follow some Michigan high school sports account like Snooze to You or Goose Poop, um, they have kind of had this district matchup predicted since about early October. The stars aligned, and here we are with probably the best matchup this week, not just in D5, but maybe across the board here in the entire MHSAA playoffs. Before we get to the tail of the tape, I just got to ask you guys, Barton said you've been doing this for a long time. When was the last time you got a matchup like this in round two? Corona's ranked number two, Notre Dame prep ranked number four. We are in for an amazing matchup here just in the district championship game. Yeah, I mean, it, you, you go all the way back to uh, if there is a matchup similar, it would be the 2002 matchup with uh, Corona and Grand Rapids South Christian. You know, Corona won their first district game and then had South Christian in the district final. As we've said, <clears throat> this is the district of death. I mean, you, you get through this, everything on paper looks pretty good all the way to Ford Field. you still got to play the games, but, yeah, this is an incredible matchup. Well, Ted, you know, you've been doing this a little bit longer than I have and I think this is the first time I've ever seen something like this. Um, not a great way to, uh, to to really set up a tournament, if you ask me. I mean, you're not going to see Kansas and Duke playing in round two during <laughs> March Madness. But, uh, you know, they didn't do either one of these teams any favors. But, boy, oh, boy, they're definitely doing this broadcast crew a favor because I am fired up for this. This is going to be great. Well, like we mentioned earlier, both teams undefeated. Corona at 10-0, led by Coach Steve Herrick after a perfect regular season coming out of the Flint Metro League where they won their league championship in historic fashion. The Cavs started their playoff run last week with a convincing 45-7 win over Flint Hamity. Jay Nettington carried the ball 24 times for 150 yards and two scores, and Tarek Bauer added two catches for 96 yards and two touchdowns as well. Notre Dame Prep comes into this game 9-0. and They handled Williamson last week 35-6 to as the Irish eclipse over 160 rush yards as a team as they downed the Hornets. Star quarterback uh, for Notre Dame Prep, Jacob Tuttle, threw three touchdowns in that one. And that brings up probably what I think is the biggest matchup here tonight, and that's these two quarterbacks. Yeah. Wyatt Bauer for the Cavaliers and Jacob Tuttle for Notre Dame Prep. Not only do these teams have very similar stats, but these quarterbacks have very similar stats. Wyatt Bauer comes in with 1,900 passing yards, 23 touchdowns, a 72% completion percentage, and he's added 845 yards and 15 touchdowns on the ground. On the other side, Jacob Tuttle says, well, how about these stats? He's throwing at almost 80% completion percentage clip. He's got over 1,500 yards and 29 touchdowns on the season. Maybe not as much as a dynamic threat as Bauer, but Tuttle does have nearly 400 yards and 10 touchdowns on the ground. Ted, you kind of alluded to that the winner of this game may earn all-state honors at quarterback. Is this your guys' opinion as the quarterback is going to be the matchup of this game tonight, whoever plays the best? might come out on top oh, here. Without a doubt. Both quarterbacks, all-state potential, all-state status. And, uh, yeah, it, 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 these teams go where their quarterback takes them. And Wyatt Bauer has been phenomenal all season long, and so has Tuttle. So this is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, and, and how many times have we ever done a game where we talk about a quarterback battle before? Right. Had, you know, thinking about something like this, wow. Uh, one stat that really jumps out at me at Jay, uh, Jacob Tuttle, maybe not as mobile as Wyatt Bauer, He's got almost as many touchdowns as he does in complete passes. Exactly. Oh, my God. He's got <laughs> 29 touchdowns against two interceptions, only thrown 30 incomplete passes all season long. So uh, highly accurate, both of these quarterbacks. Um, I think that one of the keys is it might just be some of the uh, the guys that don't get the pub. Maybe Parker Isham tonight 
is going to be uh, a difference maker on the ground. Maybe, uh, you know, Bryce Eddington, I, I shouldn't say doesn't get the pub because he's a spectacular receiver, but, you know, the number two guys on top of the go-to guys are going to have to really fire up for both sides, especially for Corona tonight. Yeah, it's something to look for. And also a little side note, uh, Corona looking to stamp themselves as the greatest team in school history. If they win this game, they'll be the first team in school history to win 11 games and go 11-0. and So that is one thing on their mission right now, but they've got an awful tough Notre Dame team on the other side of the field there in front of them. Absolutely. And we talked, you know, Bart, talking about maybe – some unsung heroes, we could talk about the Cavalier defense just as much as we could talk about Parker Isham and Bryce Eddington. That Cavalier defense going to have their hands full tonight with Jacob Tuttle, and he's got a slew of weapons behind him that we will talk about here shortly. We're just about ready for kickoff here. We're going to send things back to the station real quick, and then we will catch you right back here for the district championship matchup. When it comes to an emergency, time matters. At Memorial Healthcare in Owasso, our emergency department is Fast ER. We feature low wait times, and we're just a short drive from Flint and Lansing. With emergency trained providers and verification as a level three trauma center, Memorial is an acute stroke-ready hospital. For fast, friendly treatment of minor illnesses and injuries, Memorial Healthcare Urgent Care in Owasso and Durand is now open seven days a week with service from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. No appointment is needed and we're conveniently located on North State Road across from Meyer and Owasso and on Lansing Road in Durand. We offer on-site x-ray and lab services too. Stop in Monday through Friday 7:30 a.m. to 8 p.m. in Owasso and 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. in Durand. Saturday and Sunday lab hours are from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. in both Owasso and Durand. Memorial Healthcare, Fast ER, and with urgent care, lab, and x-ray services now seven days a week. We invite you to find out more and visit us at memorialhealthcare.org. Are you ready for some football? Check out the newest edition of High School Sports Scene. You'll find photos and stories on local teams and student athletes. Grab a copy at your favorite high school or on the newsstands today. For schedules, previews, feature stories, and more, pick up our latest issue or check us out at highschoolsportscene.com. Z92.5 The Castle is a proud supporter of high school sports and sports scene. And I'll be variety of the 80s, 90s, and now. All the music I want to hear. Station serving Morris, Ludden, St. John's, Westphalia, Chesaning, Lanesburg, St. Louis, and a little bitty piece of Lansing. WJSC, Ashley Owasso. That's awesome. Yeah. C925, The Castle. Start your wellness journey today at the brand new Memorial Healthcare Wellness Center in Owasso. Members have access to a full array of scientifically and medically-based wellness initiatives to help you reach and maintain your fitness goals. Membership includes use of the cardio exercise area, the SkyTrack, where you can walk, jog, or run. Drop in on one of many fitness classes, swim and exercise in the therapy pool, or relax in the sauna and steam rooms. Memorial Healthcare Wellness Center, offering a choice of memberships to fit the whole family. Find out more at memorialhealthcare.org. Well... The Cavaliers won the toss. They elected to receive. And as we're just about ready to get things started here, let's talk a little bit about this high-powered Corona Cavalier offense, some regular season statistics. We talked about Wyatt Bauer, and he will be joining the Saginaw Valley State football squad next fall, along with his twin brother and the number one receiving option for the Cavaliers, Tarek Bauer. 
Terry comes into this game with 36 catches, 1,078 yards, and 16 touchdowns. And he's a guy with true game-breaking speed. And we have seen time and time again when the Cavaliers need a little spark, they usually end up going to Tarek Bauer on the outside. On the ground for the Cavaliers, Jay Nettington coming off of his best game of the season last week, where I believe he just won uh, the Flint Area Player of the Week honors. Uh, he had he has, rather, on this season, 632 yards and eight touchdowns on the year. Parker Isham, their other lead back, 370 yards and five touchdowns. He averages five yards a carry. If you're Notre Dame prep, you are going to have your hands full with this Cavalier offense because they can beat you multiple ways. You know, they have Parker Eichmann, Jaden Eddington, the lead running backs, and then, you know, Saginaw Valley commits Wyatt Bauer and Tarek Bauer in the air game. So, really, if you're Notre Dame prep, I mean, what do you choose to stop? The ground game, the air passing game, you can't really stop them both. You just got to kind of pick your poison with this Cavalier team. And we saw that in the past couple of weeks. You know, last week, uh, Hammity did a pretty good job of stopping the Corona passing attack. And, Jade Neddington turns around and rips out about 180 yards right. week before the exact opposite, and uh, Wyatt Bauer throws for 300 and something. Right. So, yeah, it's, it's hard to, to, to defend both fa- uh, facets of this offense. Well, we are underway here in Corona, the district final matchup, Corona Cavaliers versus Pontiac Notre Dame Prep. It's a deep kick to the one-yard line. Parker Isham returns it up to about the 25, and we are underway here. Let's get to our starting lineups on offense for the Cavaliers. We mentioned Wyatt Bauer at quarterback, Jaden Eddington uh, in at the running back position, Bryce Eddington, Tarek Bauer, and Lucas Kerr in the wide receivers, Dane Zeman, the junior tight end, and then up at the front line, the two tackles, Austin Oginski, Evan Cody, the two guards, Alan Merva and A.J. Brieger, and the center, the senior, Brendan Yarmuth. And that current offensive line had a few first-team and second-team Flint Metro League all-conference members. So we're going to get things started here. Corona first and 10 on their own 25 on the right hash. Bauer's going to be in the backfield. He's got Jaden Eddington to his left, sends a couple men in motion. It's going to be a handoff over the right side to Jaden Eddington. He's got a couple blockers and some room. Gets real close to that first down marker, and there's a nice opening play here for the Cavaliers as that's going to move the chains, a first down pickup for Jaden Eddington on the first play from scrimmage. I think defensively you don't realize what a load he is until you try to tackle him. He had a full head of steam going, laid the lick himself, moves the chains. Let's get to that Notre Dame prep defense. The four fellas up front, Drew Heimbeck, Jake Garten, Nathan Bloom and Braden Prater, the linebacking core, Matthew Sadecki and Luca Gasparoni. And in the secondary, Luke Malenik, Mike Weeblehouse, Brody Sink, Billy Collins, and Joey DeCassis. Here's Wyatt second, around the end. Second play from scrimmage. We got Wyatt Bauer running loose over the left side. He crosses out at about the 50-yard line. Cavaliers in business here early. Using that ground game, first Eddington to the right, and then Wyatt Bauer with the quarterback keeper around the left. DeCassis and Tarek Bauer, I don't know if you noticed, it just kind of did a fist bump with each other. I think Tarek was trying to block him, and they were going at it. Good to see. It's always good when you see two teams that have that mutual respect for each other. They, they probably both realize that, hey, whoever wins this game, you know, they're probably going to be seen on Ford Field here yep. the day after the weekend of Thanksgiving. First and ten from the Notre Dame Prep 49. Wyatt Bauer in the shotgun. He's going to send Tarek, rather, Bryce Eddington in motion. And he's going to have to block for his brother, rather that Parker Isham. Makes a couple men miss in the backfield, ends up getting to right about the line of scrimmage for no gain. He was brought down there by Nathan Bloom, the senior tackle. Yeah, did a nice job of uh, salvaging to the line of scrimmage there. It could have been a five-yard loss. 
scoreless game here. We are just underway at Nick and East Athletic Field. Casey Smith here with Bart Matthews and Ted Patel. We thank you for joining in. We got a feeling you're going to be with us here all night long. Hasn't really been the theme so much with uh, Cavalier games this season, but we got a feeling tonight might be different. Yeah. They're facing off against an undefeated number four ranked Pontiac Prep. Wyatt Bauer's going to keep this one himself. He's going to try to go up the middle, and he has stopped right at the line of scrimmage. Looks like that was uh, Luca Gasparoni, Luca Gasparoni there. It's tough to see these numbers. Bart's heard me complain yeah. about this for years, but they have white uniforms with yellow numbers. No so score. Yeah, I'd underway. like these numbers to end up sleeping with the fishes, speaking of Luca. <laughs> <laughs> I do not like the colors of these, man. I mean, they're they, pretty. They are hard to pick out, dude. They are really hard to pick out. Yep. Third and ten here for the Cavaliers. On the 49-yard line, Wyatt Bauer in the shotgun. He's got Jay Nettington next to him. It's going to be a pass play. A lot of rush. Oh. Oh. Tries to get out to Bryce Eddington over near the first down marker, but no luck as that was good coverage over there by Braden Prater there. And the Cavaliers have a decision to make here. Fourth and 10 on the Notre Dame prep 49-yard line. We'll see what Coach Herrick decides to do here. Fighting Irish sent the house on that blitz, they, didn't they? They did. I looked downfield, too. The secondary each had their guys covered, too. Corona's so going to come out here to punt. Paul Galisk is their punter. Hasn't had to punt a whole lot this season, but averaging just over 30 yards a punt. He was also named second-team all-conference in soccer this season as the Corona Cavaliers voice soccer goalie. A little low snap. Good job by him to pick he that up off the ground. Down. And he downed it right at uh, the punter. Oh, yeah. It was a low snap, low, and he put yeah. his knee down. Yeah, taking that one like a shortstop, and they're calling that down. Yeah. So this Cavalier defense going to start with their backs a little bit against the wall here. Notre Dame Prep's going to get some good field position here. They'll take over first and ten on the Cavalier 39-yard line. We'll get to their starting lineups here in a moment, but Notre Dame Prep already at the line, hustling up to the line of scrimmage. First and ten, Tuttle in the backfield. He's going to send a man in motion. It's going to be a pass play over to the right side. He's got a man in the flat, slips and falls. Bryce Eddington there able to reel him in. And positive gain there for Notre Dame Prep, and I'm just going to reiterate what Ted said. It's, it's very hard to see who's catching the ball here over on that far sideline. I couldn't quite tell who that was. So for our Notre Dame fans, bear with us. We'll, we're doing the best we can, but these numbers are hard to see. Real nice play fake right there by Captain Tuttle. <laughs> Second and seven here. He's going to look back to throw. Coming over here to the left side, intended for the running back, Milenic, and that one falls out of his hand. So let's get to that prep starting lineup. Talked about Jacob Tuttle, their lead senior quarterback, Zach Milenic in the backfield, Luke Milenic, Billy Collins, and Joey DeCassis, the wide receivers, Braden Prater, the senior tight end, and the lineman up front, Jake Garten, Henry Ewells, the tackles, Joe Jaluka, and Nathan Bloom, the guards, and Corey Restipo, the center. Third and seven here for oh. Notre Dame. It's going to be nice. pass over the line of scrimmage, but dropped there. Tarek Bauer was in coverage. Would have been a first down, but pass was dropped as that was intended it looked like for Braden Prater over on that far sideline so the Cavaliers with their defensive stand they're going to match Pontiac Notre Dame prep on their first drive great Parker, Parker I was going to say great rush by Parker Isham right there he got a lick on Tuttle he did Tuttle had to throw it a little quicker but he threw it right on the money receiver should have caught it so Weevil House is out to punt he stands at the 50 yard line going to try to pin the Cavaliers wow. 
inside their own field. And the kick is off, going to need a Notre Dame bounce. And it actually goes out of bounds at right about the four-yard line. So a good punt there by Weeblehouse. Cavaliers going to take over first and ten on about the four-yard line. Coffin corner. Shiawassee County Fair is much more than a fun week in August. We host weekend events from April to October. Horse and dog shows, camping and craft shows, and a whole lot more. The 127 beautiful rolling acres on Hibbert Road in Corona is a state-licensed campground with all the amenities to make your visit a pleasant and memorable one. Winter storage is available for your boats or other equipment. Plan your next family reunion or event with us. Indoor and outdoor space is available. Shiawassee County Fair, proud to support the Corona Cavaliers' unbeaten football team in their journey to Ford Field. First and ten for the Cavaliers is going to be a handoff to Jay Nettington. He's going to go right up the middle for a few positive yards, probably three or four there. Under nine minutes left here as this first quarter is just getting started. It's a scoreless ball game as both. flags blown. We thought maybe that might interrupt the passing attacks of these two teams, but so far, so good. Yep, weather conditions pretty good right now. Big crowd. They're surrounding the field. Bauer going to roll out to his right. Tried to find Eddington again on little cross route over in the flat, but just off his hands. Pretty good coverage over there by Luke Malenik. It's going to bring up third and nine here for the Cavaliers. They're still inside their own five-yard line. Yeah, Wyatt was just trying to be a little bit too careful on that throw there, you know, deep in your own territory. It's it's not a bad thought, but uh, they just got to relax a little bit. I think both teams right now, man, they know what's on the line here. Parker Isham going to run in the play from the sideline. We'll see what uh, offensive coordinator, rather, Sal Cielo draws up. Cavaliers hustle to the line. Prep set in their line. Bowers alone. In the rather, he's got Isham next to him in the backfield. It's going to be a pass oh. play. Man, great, oh. great rush there by. Couldn't quite tell who that was. That looked like maybe Drew Heimbuck was right up on Bauer in the end zone. He yeah, just they, kind of had to get rid of that, or else it would have been a safety. So Cavaliers are going to send their punt team out here again. Yeah, they've had great pressure on Wyatt and on pretty much all three of his dropbacks so far. So the battle of the field <laughs> position right here early on is definitely in Notre Dame's favor. Paul Galis back to punt. Billy Collins stands at about the 45-yard line here for Notre Dame Prep. Better snap this time. Punt is off. Takes a bounce at the 35. Collins is going to let it draw. He's going <laughs> to be smart and let that one roll. Sully Martin picks that one up at about the 45-yard line, which is where Notre Dame Prep will take over here with 8.15 left in this scoreless first quarter. The Dunick and Sons Trucking and Farming are proud to uh, support the Cavaliers. They're a family-owned small trucking company that hauls grain, fertilizer, driveway stone, and many other products to every corner of Michigan. They're also cash crop farmers in Chiawassee County, driven by today's agriculture. They're owned and operated by Corona alum Joe and Beth Zanunik. Joe was a key member of the outstanding 2002 team, and Beth's dad, Dave, was part of the 76 unbeaten Cavaliers. The Dunick and Sons Trucking and Farming in Lennon, giving big value with small-town service. Tuttle with the quarterback keeper following that right side of the line, and we got a Corona D lineman down. That is Charlie 55, Doyle, Charlie Doyle. Athletic trainer is going to run out and take a look at him. So Tuttle with a nice quarterback keeper there. 
to get some positive yards for Notre Dame Prep. They're going to have it about second and two here. You, you talked about Zadunik there in that ad Bart. Uh, number 60, Austin Oginski for Corona. His mom, Beth, uh, former Cavalier homecoming queen, and Joe and Beth Zadunik, uh, bit proud uh, aunts and uncles. Joe on the 2002 team, uh, grandparents, Dave and Linda, as you mentioned, Dave was on that 76 unbeaten Cavalier team. So it's, it's a lot of family affair over here in Corona. Absolutely. Hey, life is full of tough choices, but your brain shouldn't have to work overtime just because you crave some delicious pizza. Main Street Pizza invites you to choose a better slice. You'll get the freshest dough, sauce, and cheese around made right on site. Don't forget to add those cheesy breadsticks and try a Main Street sub loaded with meat, a delicious salad, chicken wings, or lasagna. Main Street Pizza, fresh, delicious, and covered in toppings. Baked in an old Italy-style brick oven, choose a better slice. Main Street Pizza. Peace of mind's hard to come by in today's world. As a local insurance agency, Oaks Fisher Insurance will get to know you and your needs. They represent multiple reputable companies to get you the best price and coverage that works for you. Whether you're looking for home, auto, motorcycle, life, business, or recreational vehicle insurance, Oaks Fisher has a policy for you. Family-owned and serving our community since 1932. Request a quote today. Call 989-723-3011. Stop into 322 North Water in Owasso or visit oaksfisher.com. Well, 8.06 here in the first quarter. It's a scoreless ball game. Charlie Doyle for the Cavaliers. Able to get up, but he is helped off the field as he's making his way gingerly across the field. Scoreless here in what is probably maybe going to end up being the real Final Four matchup, I guess, over here on the east side of the bracket. I know. I can only assume Doyle hurt his right knee. He has a pretty heavy brace on that. Yeah. So hopefully he didn't re-injure whatever injury he had. Yeah, it looks like that's definitely what he's doing is favoring that right leg. A couple other area games. Uh, honestly, if you're a mid-Michigan, a Shiawassee County football fan, we've a couple of great games happening here in our area. New Lothrop taking on Ithaca, Chessening up against Midland Bullet Creek, and then Ovid Elsie playing host to Lansing Catholic. So we'll try to keep you updated on those scores as they may come. Right here, though, Charlie Doyle still making his way off the field. Really unfortunate, especially for a senior playing in a big game like this. He, he's a key member of that defensive line as they rotate those guys in and out. And that's a big loss here early in this game. So... He gets over onto the bench. We're going to hope and pray for a speedy recovery for him. But in the meantime, Notre Dame Prep's going to have it second and two on the Cavalier 35-yard line. It's going to be a handoff to Melenic, and he has stopped a little bit behind the line of scrimmage there. That was a nice pursuit tackle there from a couple Cavalier defenders. Yeah, great job of getting, getting into that line and actually kind of bringing him down from behind. Yeah, third and three. Tuttle in the backfield going to be a QB keeper over the right side. I mean, he's going to be real close to that line of scrimmage. I think they're going to give him the first down. Yeah, I think he got it. They are. He was driven out of bounds on a hard hit there by Parker Isham. Yeah, he took a shot. The second time that Isham's had a beat on him tonight. Her name Prep runs pretty quick offense. They got some pep in their step. They're getting to the line pretty quick here. Tuttle in the backfield. He's got Melenic to the right. Two wide receivers out here to the left closest to us. Prep's going right to left. Now he's going to send Malenic out. He's alone in the backfield. It's going to be a pass play. Looking across oh. the middle. Oh, just man. over his outstretched hands. He was looking for 
Billy Collins there as, man, if they would have connected, that would have been six. He found a wide-open seam in the middle of that Cavalier secondary. Yeah, he did, and that was definitely a catchable ball. And I'll tell you right now, I like the way uh, this Tuttle kid throws the ball. Yeah. He's definitely living up to his press clippings. And he's, he's one for three right now, but both of those were drops that definitely should have been caught. Yep. Second and ten. It's going to be a handoff to Melenic. A lot of room up the middle. He's finally brought down by Jaden Eddington. Real close again to that first. Going to mark him just short. Bring up about third and one. And Prep is already at the line of scrimmage, ready for this third and short. Yeah, they run a serious no huddle. Tuttle getting some information over from his sideline. He's in the backfield with Melenic next to him. Three wide receivers trips out to the left. It's going to be a handoff up the middle to Melenic. He's past the first down marker and then some. He's brought down at right about the 16-yard line by a couple Cavalier defenders. So 6.55 here, scoreless first quarter. Notre Dame prep mounting a touchdown drive here. We'll see if the Cavaliers can hold down this defense as they have done so often here in their regular season. Tuttle's going to roll out to the left. He's looking for an intended receiver. Dropped again. Pretty good coverage there by Wyatt Bauer, but that ball was honestly just kind of dropped there. He was looking for Billy Collins again. So Tuttle having trouble early connecting with his receivers. Tuttle owes this uh, this offense three touchdowns now. (laughs) (laughs) Second and ten. Tuttle alone in the backfield in the shotgun. Going to send one receiver here in motion. It's going to be a pass. Looking toward the end zone. We got a man. Touchdown. And that is caught and hauled in. Can't quite tell what that number is. Looks like maybe. <laughs> Again, Notre Dame wearing the, the white jerseys with the yellow numbers. It's really hard to see from up here who that is. But that was a nice ball nonetheless thrown by Tuttle. He found the open receiver who was standing right at the goal line. Found an open area again in the Cavaliers secondary. And Notre Dame prep strikes first there on the board here with 6.42 remaining in the first. I tell you what, uh, the way these receivers get open and the way Tuttle throws the ball, if they can hold on to it. That was the tight end, Weeblehouse. Weeblehouse. Melenic on to attempt the extra point. That kick is up and good. A little laundry on the field. Looked like it might have been running into the kicker on the Cavaliers. So we'll see what the official call is, but as of now it stands, Notre Dame Prep takes a 7-0 lead after a 10-yard touchdown pass from Tuttle to Weeblehouse. Yeah, they'll walk it off on the kickoff. Corona Public Schools offers safe buildings, state-of-the-art athletic facilities, and teachers who create lifelong relationships with students and families. Corona Public Schools is synonymous with high expectations for students and staff. Corona has an incredibly supportive community. While other schools maybe have declining enrollment, Corona's is growing. Find out why by Googling Corona Public Schools, and you'll see why, young or old, it's great to be gold. So after that penalty, Notre Dame Prep will have a little bit of an easier kickoff, trying to pin pin the Cavaliers rather back closer to their goal line. 6.42 left here in the first quarter. Notre Dame prep on top, 7 to nothing. Cavaliers really haven't been able to get much going here on offense, and it's really been all thanks to that Notre Dame prep defensive line. They've been harassing Wyatt Bauer pretty much right when he gets that snap, which is something we haven't seen here for the Cavaliers so far in this season. Yeah, the field position, and, uh, you know, Corona did rattle off a couple of first downs to start the game, but then that defense really stiffened up. So we'll see if the Cavaliers can come back. They've shown they're able to. 
tough team they're playing. Melenik's going to kick off, and he's just going to send this one back deep past the end zone. So the Cavaliers will take over here first and ten. PFCU Credit Union understands that life happens and expenses can come up when you least expect them. With PFCU's personal loans, you get the funds you need quickly and conveniently. You can even tailor your loan to fit your needs with flexible repayment terms. Visit PFCU4Me.com. That's PFCU, the number 4ME.com, and apply today. PFCU Credit Union, federally insured by the MCUA. The Cavaliers will take over first and 10 on the 20. They're trailing 7 to nothing against Notre Dame Prep. Wyatt Bauer in the shotgun. He's got Jane Nettington next to him. It's going to be a QB keeper around the right side. Bauer's got some room. Cuts back up over the middle. There's a nice opening play for the Cavaliers. Ter- Wyatt Bauer, rather, takes that one. 15 yards up the right hash. Move the chains there for the Cavaliers. And last week, we saw Hamity open up the scoring on the Cavaliers found themselves down 7 to nothing, and then they rattled off 45 straight points. It's funny to watch this home crowd, man. They're all just down, just sitting there, and then all of a sudden one play gets them back into it. <laughs> First and 10 here for the Cavaliers. Bauer's going to run this one over the left side now. He's got a couple blockers. Gets over across the sideline there for a nice gain. Gain of about 6 or 7 before he was pushed out there by Matthew Sadecki out of bounds. Yeah, it looked like the Irish were able to kind of string that along and all of a sudden, Wyatt's able to shift gears and turn that into a big gain. Didn't look like much was going to develop out of that. Yeah, and even with you look at all the yardage Wyatt got on the ground this year, you know, he hasn't had to run the ball that much per game. And I got right. a feeling he might have to tonight. Second and six after that four-yard run there by Wyatt Bauer. 7 nothing. Notre Dame prep on top here. 6-15 remaining here in the first. Bauer in the shotgun. It's going to be a handoff to Isham. That prep defensive line is just doing whatever they want right now up front as Isham was stopped right at the line of scrimmage. We'll see where the officials mark him. They're actually going to give him a loss of a yard. So that'll bring up third and seven here for the Cavaliers. Yeah, Isham had to dodge two guys in the backfield before that third tackler brought him down. It was a nice-looking run just to try and even get back to the line. But, yeah, Notre Dame right now, great penetration on the Corona offensive line. Third and seven here for the Cavaliers. Ball on their own, 39. Notre Dame's going to show blitz. And here comes the house. Bauer's going to have to look to throw. He's got Terry on the right side. Great contested catch, and the refs are going to give him. That's enough. We're waiting here. Come on. Put the ball there. There we go. And they're going <laughs> to give him the first down. A great contested catch there by Tarek Bauer. It's kind of the play that Cavaliers have been trying to set up here in their first couple offensive possessions. Finally, we're able to connect there for a gain of seven. The Cavaliers move the chains. First and ten here on the 47. 529 left to go. Notre Dame on top, seven nothing. And once again, man, just a hellacious rush by Notre Dame. Here comes Bauer throwing deep to Tarek. Oh! One-handed, over-the-shoulder catch. Derek Bauer. And that ball was in the air for what seemed like 10 seconds, and Derek Bauer just came right underneath it. One-on-one single coverage over on the sideline, and here come the Cavaliers. First and goal on the seven. I tell you what, that Notre Dame defender was stride for stride, and you don't see that often, but just put it in the perfect spot. Over the shoulder, one hand, what a throw. And one of the TV crews here got that totally on film, too. 
First and goal here for the Cavaliers. Wyatt Bauer's going to line up in the power. It's going to be Jay Nettington trying to get into the end zone. And he's in. So the Cavaliers strike back. Jay Nettington with a seven-yard touchdown run. Cavaliers on the board here. We'll await the extra point. 5-17 left in the first. And this matchup is shaping up to everything oh, it was predicted man. to be. And there's the fireworks. Kind of deja vu from last week. Yeah, yeah. yeah great job again by the Cavaliers of getting off the deck after a big play, showing what they're made of. Andrew Jack on to attempt the point after, and it is good. All squared away here after the Jaden Eddington touchdown. 7-7 seven to seven here, 5-17 left to go in the first. Maximum towing and recovery in Corona is available to help you out 24-7. Owned and operated by Corona Cavalier alum Todd Mihai. They offer many services. Light and heavy towing along with recovery of all motor vehicles. Also vehicle jump starts, unlocks, and flat tire service. If you go in a ditch this winter, give Maximum Towing and Recovery a call. If you get in an accident, make sure to tell the police you want Maximum Towing and Recovery. Centrally located on M71 in Corona at the Lytle Road Fork. All major credit cards accepted. And be sure to follow Maximum Towing and Recovery on Facebook. Search and get more information online. Maximum Towing and Recovery, behind the Cavaliers all the way, and they know it's great to be gold. So the Cavaliers answer a long strike to Tarek Bauer yeah. down the sideline. Jaden Nettington finishes it off with a seven-yard touchdown run, but really the play of that drive was that third-and-eight conversion where Tarek Bauer was able to make a nice contested catch, keep the chains moving, and then that very next play they hooked up for that 50-yard strike. Chesanine and Bullock Creek tied up at seven points apiece. Portland over Hastings, 7-0. Some early scores for you there around mid-Michigan. Andrew Jack's going to check check this one up right about to uh, 30-yard line. Notre Dame Upman brings it out to about the 38. Teal Forest Products Tree Service Company specializes in the removal of damaged trees storm damage, removal for construction purposes, and any hazardous dead trees. Teal Forest Products does stump grinding of those pesky stumps, cleanup of chips, and planting grass seed. Teal Forest Products also does complete stump and root removal for new driveways. They also do land clearing using a forestry mulcher to grind up deadfall saplings for new growth. Teal Forest Products can make lanes in your land, giving you better access to your property. Teal Forest Products also is a buyer oh, of timber hardwood. Holy cow. Well, while you were reading that ad read from one of our sponsors, Bart, Zach Malenik took that run over the sideline. He showed a tremendous burst of speed to move the chains. Luckily, he stepped out of bounds. Yeah, that was... What did he get on that, do you think? Probably gain of 15 about yeah, so. 15 15? there. And we'll, we'll go in the middle and give them 18. That sounds about right. 5.06 remaining here in the first. Tied up 7-7. Seven to seven. Notre Dame prep here with the ball. First and 10. Tuttle's going to look back to throw. He's got a man. It's going to fall incomplete. A couple Cavaliers were surrounding the intended receiver there. Did you guys check out the size of their center? 5'5", five, five, 255. <laughs> He's taking a, like a fire plug, man. No, no kidding. So second and 10 here for... The Fighting Irish. Tuttle in the shotgun. He's got Malenic next to him. It's going to be a quarterback keeper up the middle. Nice fake handoff there to Malenic as Tuttle was able to move forward for a gain of about seven, bring up third and short here. Yeah. 
4.45 left, clock ticking down, 7-7 ball game. Third and four here for Notre Dame Prep. It's going to be a pass. Tuttle's looking over to the right side. Looks like it was hauled in. It looks like the refs are going to give, it give to him Martin. forward progress. Right now he's behind the... They're not moving the sticks up. Come up a little short on that. All right, so fourth and short here as that catch was made. It looked like by Braden Prater out on that right side. And that ball is about an inch away from the first down marker. Fourth and inches here. Tuttle in the backfield. It's going to be a keep quarterback keeper. A lot of room over the left side. Uh-oh. He's still going. Cuts back over the middle. He's finally brought down there by Caden Cowdery. I think Corona was assuming it was going to be a run up the middle, and Tuttle pulled it over the left side and had a lot of room there. It's a nice gain and a big fourth down pickup there for the Fighting Irish. You better wrap up Tuttle. I'll tell you that right now, man. He doesn't go down with that first hit. First and 10 from the 18. Tuttle in the shotgun. He's got Malenic next to him. It's going to be a handoff to Malenic over that right side. A couple men missed, and a good job by the Cavaliers to gang tackle him over there. That was Jaden Eddington, who looked like got to him first after a short game. This guy's up front for uh, Notre Dame, man. They're doing a great job of blocking. You're yeah. noticing Crona's not getting to the ball carrier until it's five or six yards down mm-hmm. the field. Under four minutes left here in the first. Tuttle's going to look to throw. I think that ball was dropped. Trying to find Billy Collins again. That ball was incomplete. That'll bring up third and six here for the Fighting Irish. 7-7 ball game here. 3.46 left to go. Tuttle really not having much luck. Really nothing he's doing wrong. His wide receivers just aren't catching the ball right now. Yeah, That's Three I think. for eight right yeah. now for uh, 23 yards, but he does have that 16-yard score. All his throws have been on the numbers too, though. Yeah. They've been dropping them. Yeah, he's very accurate. His receivers aren't helping him out enough. Third and six here. The Cavaliers are set in their defense. Tuttle's looking over to his line, sideline rather, to get a play call, and Notre Dame is going to think this one over. They'll call their first timeout of the half. So with 3.37 left to go in this 7-7 ball game, Notre Dame with a big third down coming up after a word from our sponsors. You always get the best at Beck's Trailer Superstore, the nation's largest trailer dealer. With over 1,500 trailers on 45 acres, you won't find a better selection anywhere. Whether you're looking for an open or enclosed trailer for work or play, you'll find the perfect trailer at Beck's. They've got flexible financing options through several national and local lenders, offering the most competitive rates and payments starting at $69 a month with approved credit. For the best selection of quality trailers at unbeatable prices, call 888-SAY-BEX or visit BEXTRAILERSTORE.COM. William Graham Tax and Accounting in Corona has been serving mid-Michigan since 1985. Professional tax and bookkeeping with reasonable prices and excellent service. Hometown atmosphere that's easy, fast, and accurate. Located at 270 North Bacchus Street in Corona, just a couple of blocks from McCurdy Park. Contact the experienced staff and schedule your free consultation. For more details on William Graham Tax and Accounting, stop by or give them a call. Big third down here for the Fighting Irish. Third and six on the Cavalier 14-yard line. Tuttle's in the backfield. He surveys the defense going to be a quarterback keeper over the right side. Nice tackle there by Wyatt Bauer shooting through that gap, stopping Tuttle well before that first down marker. Hey, that's what's called being knifed down right there, man. He took it right on the hip and put him away. Notre Dame hustling to the line. They're going to go for it here on fourth and three. Snap, Tuttle looking to pass. He's going to look right at the first down marker. I think he's short. I do too. 
He was able to find his intended receiver. I believe that was Billy Collins. And the refs are talking. Up here, it looks short. And they're going to mark him short. Turnover on downs with a fighting Irish. Cavaliers will take over here. 3.08 left to go. 7-7, all squared away. Tony Young and the entire Young family salute all mid-Michigan area athletes. That Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC, they know it takes teamwork to be successful. So from the Young team to your team, have a great season. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC. On M21 and Owasso, invite you to drive a little and save a lot. Visit them online at youngautosales.com. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC. Proud supporters of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. I know it's the first quarter, but that could be a play that you look back on here at the end of this one. Yeah, let's remember Huge that. Huge stop for yeah, the Cavaliers. That was a heck of a stand, speaking of young. They'll take over first and ten. It's going to be Tarek Bauer getting involved over the right side. Oh, man. Gets pushed out of bounds at about the ten-yard line there by Michael Weeblehouse. And another example right there. I mean, Notre Dame does a great job of stringing that along and should have been a loss maybe, but uh, with Tarek's speed, able to turn that into that short two-yard gain. Second and eight. Ball officially on the 11. 3.03 remaining here in the first. 7-7. Boy, this District is, final matchup. This has state final field, doesn't <laughs> uh-huh. it? This, this this definitely should be a final four game. This is yeah. unbelievable. I'm, I'm glad we're here, though. You know? Bauer oh, under no. center. It's going to be a handoff oh, to Tarek Bauer again. Oh, 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 oh. He gets low and lays wow. out. A Notre Dame tackler able to push forward for a first down. Nice little play there. A couple fake handoffs in the backfield led to Tarek Bauer getting the ball, running up over that right side following A.J. Brieger and Evan Cody, the first team Flint Metro League all-conference linemen, moved the chains for the Cavaliers. Yeah, you don't think of Tarek as being a punishing running back, but on that play right there, man, looked like Jaden Eddington. So first and ten here from the 23 going to be a handoff now to Jaden Eddington. He's fighting for some yards. Punishment right there, man. Got about five or six. Great positive gain there for Eddington. He was brought down by a couple fighting Irish defenders. And, you know, we talked about being a punishing runner, and he's kind of the dictionary definition of it right there. A couple of white shirts got knocked backwards on his initial contact. Still took another two or three yards and three more players to take him down. Second and four. Bauer's going to send Tarek Bauer in motion. It's going to be a handoff to Eddington. Nice block by Parker Isham over on this right side. As that's going to move the chains for the Cavaliers. Jaden Eddington picks up the first down and will move the chains here. Two minutes remaining here in the first. 7-7 all squared away. We haven't really seen the Cavaliers line up under center a lot this season, and they're so far sticking to that, this whole offensive possession. I, I really like the play calls in this se- sequence here by Corona, too. Yeah. Know, getting Tarek in the action, running a couple times. We haven't seen that a lot this yep. year. You know, and then going back to their bread and butter, Jaden Eddington, say, see if he can stop us. Power going to line up under center again. He's got Jaden Eddington in the backfield. It's going to be a handoff to Eddington. Stopped right at about the line of scrimmage. Derek Bauer and Evan Cody pancake uh, Notre Dame defender all the way till and he's the first it. down marker. Yeah. He's going, what What are these farm boys eating up here in Corona? <laughs> and clock is going to continue to run here. So official gain of two there for Eddington. 
112 left here in the first. 7-7 ball game. District final matchup. Eddington's going to get the carry up the middle. Notre Dame does a pretty good job there of collapsing that line. He pushes forward for a short gain. Yeah, it looks like Nathan Bloom and Jake Garten was maybe in on that tackle. It is difficult to tell, but we'll just go off our spotter board as much as we can. <laughs> Third and five here. 45 seconds left. Clock is ticking down. Packed house here at Nick and East Athletic Field. The Cavalier has made his appearance on the track. He's going to ring that bell anytime the Cavaliers find the end zone. We got auxiliary bleachers on the other side are pretty much filled Absolutely. up. Absolutely. Yeah, we were talking on the way in. About, you, you thought Notre Dame would travel well, and it looks like they showed up. Inside the trap, over the left side. He's got some room. Look at him. Got a couple of them to beat. He's at the 30. He's at the 20, and he's knocked out of bounds. Great play there by the Cavaliers as Parker Isham had nothing but green grass in front of him, and he was able to turn that into a 30-yard run. Cavaliers going to be in business here. First and 10 on the 20-yard line. Inside trap play, Austin Oginski and Alan Merv, a couple good blocks on that left side. Yeah, all kinds of room right there for Isham. Oginski and Merv are both Flint Metro League all-conference members. And it looks like the Cavaliers are just going to let this clock run out here. So the first quarter officially in the books here. Cavaliers and Notre Dame prep. This is shaping up to be a good one. It's 7-7 seven to seven here after the first quarter. Drive of the game tonight brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac Buick GMC on M21 in Corona. And Owasso saluting all mid-Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. And the player of the game tonight, brought to you by the Audiology Center of St. John's. For hearing, testing, and health, visit them at wecarehowyouhear.com. Everyone in sports is searching for the elusive perfect game, making every shot, completing every pass, striking everyone out, getting each call right. Yeah, that's right. Game officials enjoy the competition and seek perfection just like the players. If you still have that competitive streak and want to help kids by giving back, Maybe becoming a high school official is for you. To register, log on to MHSAA.com. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. The pecan berry uh, salad is back in season at McAllister's Deli. They start with a bed of mixed greens, add grilled chicken, toss in some fresh strawberries and blueberries, add candied pecans for some crunchy sweetness, then they top it all off with their delicious and fat-free raspberry pecan vinaigrette. This fall favorite won't be around for long, so enjoy it while you can. Order your pecan berry salad on the app or online at McAllister'sDeli.com. So coming out of that quarter, Cavaliers going to hand off to Jaden Eddington here. He pushes forward for a positive gain. Shout out to McAllister's, too, delivering up a nice spread for us here to eat at halftime. Yeah, I'm looking forward to halftime with that for sure. Second and looks like about eight here. Second quarter just underway. You know, it would be great if up. they brought us some of that raspberry dressing <laughs> put on the sandwich. That's pretty good. Stuff. Dude, that is awesome stuff. Bowers is going to line up under center. Oh, looks like a little bit of movement. Reps How many times are they going to let oh, it go? And now they're not. Far side official is going to throw some laundry yeah. on the field. Yeah, five easy ones there. Uh, they jumped off three times before they finally threw the flag. Couple scores, guys. DeWitt over Mason, seven nothing after one. Hastings over Portland, 
16 to 14 after one. We'll try and keep an eye on the new Lothrop contest in Chesanine. Lansing Catholic over Ovid Elsie, 13 to 7 after one. Talked about it. There's some great games going on in mid-Michigan football this, this weekend. New Lothrop 8 to 7 over Ithaca with uh, about a minute to go in the first. That was That is one that... Uh, Sounds like it should be a Final Four game, too, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Just on the tradition of those two schools. Second and three. It's going to be another handoff inside to Tarek Bauer. He's going to fight for a couple yards here. Notre Dame defender came away with the ball, but I think that they marked Bauer down with some forward progress here close to the first down marker. It's going to be about third and one here for the Cavaliers. Just underway here in the second. 10.40 remaining. It's a 7-7 tie. And you get the feeling that if the Cavaliers can punch one in here, you might see a big momentum swing here come in favor of the home team, just like we saw last week against Hamity. Remember, Notre Dame does get the ball to start the second half. Third and two. Mickey Incognito listening in Texas and joining on the NFHS feed. It's going to be a handoff to Eddington. He's passed the first down marker and then some. He's going to be brought down inside the five by a couple Notre Dame defenders there. Looks like that was a couple Notre Dame defenders. Matthew Sadecki got there first. First and goal here for the Cavaliers. Sorry, Casey. Bullock Creek over Chesanine, 14-7, up in Cheese Rock. Some great blocking by Oginski and Merva on that one. First and goal from the five for the Cavaliers. Bauer under center going to be a handoff to Eddington. He's over the left side. Powered through one man. He's in the end zone. Touchdown Cavaliers. Jaden Eddington his second touchdown of the night and the Cavaliers have stormed ahead here. 13 unanswered points will await the extra point kick from Anderjack. And what a great block by the tight end uh, number seven. Zeman. What a great block to seal that off and let him virtually walk right in. Man, Jaden Eddington is so hard to bring down when he has to get only a few yards. He pretty much makes the first man miss every time. Andrew Jack's kick is up, and it is good. So the Cavaliers score on a Jaden Eddington five-yard touchdown run. They'll take the lead 14-7 with 9.46 remaining in the second. Be sure to download and follow the three-point podcast. Hosted by the Z92.5 sports guy, Ted Fatale. ESPN's Matt Burns and Jared Vidal of Valley Sports Detroit. The popular sports and pop culture show can be found on any of the big podcasting sites. Castle Game of the Week is also archived for replay at Three Point Pod. Three sports guys, three generations, three hot takes, Three Point Podcast. Victory Heating and Cooling serving all of Michigan, proud to feature Train Heating and Cooling products. Train has the right system for your home. Victory Heating and Cooling has the best HVAC installers and service crews in the business. Victory Heating and Cooling featuring train products, the best team with the best products for your home. Visit VictoryHeatingAndCooling.com or call 989-224-7171. Andrew Jack going to kick off here for the Cavaliers. Big roar from the home crowd as that special teams unit came off after knocking that extra point in as the Cavaliers have taken the lead going to be fielded touchback touchback here for Notre Dame Prep. And Ted, you mentioned uh, earlier today, Bart, after you uh, read that ad for Three Point Pod, 
you mentioned uh, Matt Burns said that a couple of that 2002 team was here in attendance tonight. I think we're going to have Kyle Clough up here at halftime, right? That's the plan. Hopefully he can make it through the throng of crowd to get here. <laughs> we, we do have 10 minutes uh, at the studio, so he should have time to get up here. But it'll be interesting to get his perspective, you know, maybe reliving a little bit of the, the couple games they played here in the playoffs in 2002. Very similar to what we're seeing right now. So first and 10 here for Notre Dame Prep. They're taking over at the 20. Tuttle's going to hand off to Melenic over the right side, and he's brought down by Bryce Eddington after a short game. Good tackle there by Eddington as he was being blocked, was able to shed it real quickly and bring down Melenic for only a gain of about one or two. Something to keep an eye on, too, that Corona has done so well this year is wear teams down with the different skill players they have and yeah. the guys up front, too. Keep an eye on that. It's going to be Melenic with a handoff again, this time up the middle, and he's brought down by Jaden Eddington there after a nice gain of about six. Bring up a little bit more manageable third down here for the Fighting Irish. Third and seven. 9.08 remaining in the second. Cavaliers on top, 14 to seven. This Notre Dame prep team is hustling to the line. Tuttle alone in the backfield. He's going to look to throw. Keeping oh. it up the middle. He's got to make a tackle. And he's going to be past that first down marker as Dane Zeman got to him just a little bit late there. As Tuttle did a nice job of making a decision quickly, he decided to keep that one and run for the first down. Wow, this is just a great matchup. But these teams are going head-to-head. Melenik's going to keep this one over the left side. He's got some room. He's past the first down marker and pushed out of bounds eventually by Wyatt Bauer there. Melenik has over 1,200 yards coming into this game on the ground. Great running back in his own right to compliment Jacob Tuttle, the senior quarterback, who we mentioned his stats earlier in pregame. 29 touchdowns to only two interceptions. You know, we talked about the Bauer twins all season long, the Melenic twins for uh, Notre Dame prep. A couple very good players. I got Melenic right now for 58 yards on eight carries. And he's going to take this one around the right side. Oh, no room as Tarek Bauer is able to make the tackle. Showing that speed as he brings down Melenic wow. behind the line of scrimmage here on the close sideline near us. You know, Tarek and Wyatt get all the pub is well-deserved offensively, but they're two of the best defensive backs ever to play at Corona. Second and 13, 8.20 left to go here in the second. Cavaliers on top, 14-7. to Tunnel in the backfield, going to look to throw. A rush here from the Cavalier line. Great tackle by Dane Zeman. As Tuttle was able to find his intended receiver, Zach Melenic, and Dane Zeman is right there waiting for him. Dane the Demon Zeman. He's having a heck of a junior year, isn't he? He sure is. Third and 11 here for the Fighting Irish. Ball on their own 44-yard line. Tuttle alone in the backfield. Surveys the Cavalier defense. Drops back to pass. Looking. Right at the line of scrimmage, and it falls incomplete. Great triple Good coverage job. there. Broken up by Zeman. Just awesome. And the Eddington brothers were waiting right behind to make that stop. That wasn't going to get past the first down had it been completed. These and guys the, run about four plays a minute. Yeah, oh, they really quick. And we're not keeping track of how many plays, but, man, they get a lot of them in. So big stop there for the Cavaliers. 7.37, the clock is stopped. They're up 14-7. to 7. Pontiac is going to, rather, Notre Dame Prep is going to send out their punt team. Parker Isham is going to stand at the 15-yard line. Mike Weeblehouse punting for the Fighting Irish. He's going to send this one back. And Isham is just going to let this one roll out. Takes a 
friendly Irish bounce, and that's going to fall at the 15-yard line. So the Cavaliers will take over first and 10 on their own 15 here with 7.26 remaining. They're on a 14-7 lead. Has your child missed a routine vaccination? The Shiawassee County Health Department offers all recommended vaccinations for children and can work with parents to determine a vaccine catch-up schedule that works for you and your family. Visit health.shiawassee.net for a comprehensive list of what vaccines your child may be eligible for and when to get them. Call 989-743-2356 to schedule an appointment. Shiawassee County Health Department, promoting wellness, protecting health. Cavaliers will take over first and 10. 14 to 7, they lead over the Fighting Irish. 726 here in the second. It's going to be a handoff to Isham. <laughs> and he stopped right at the line of scrimmage. A hard hit there by a couple Notre Dame defenders. Looked like that was Braden Prater that got to him. We talked about the running backs here for these two teams and also another great game going on. Chesson Ng, and their running back, Braden Florian, I believe, leads the state yeah. in rushing yards. Yeah, he's closing in on 2,000 yards. He had 1,900 and change going into the night's game. Here's another team in this class, Frankenmuth, 23-3 over Birch Run. Yeah, that northern bracket uh, doesn't have exactly the, the same kind of firepower we got down here, do they? No. Second and ten here for the Cavaliers. Wyatt Bauer going to look to throw. He takes a shot, but he's got Sully Martin deep. Oh hand fighting but no flag he was in oh and i heard you wincing on that one Ted. Oh, Did you, there was some contact well I, even before that the hit oh, that power took <laughs> man he got hit hard as He's he was tough. trying to find sully martin down streaking across the field unable to connect that'll bring up third and ten here for the cavaliers his cousin sully martin by the way sharon bauer bauer boy's grandma she is a cousin of quarterback Jake, Jacob Tuttle of Notre Dame. Huh. How about that? Small world. Captain Tuttle. Yes. Third Didn't know he had any known relatives. <laughs> Third and ten here for the Cavaliers. 6.36. They're on a 14-7 lead. We'll see what they do. Bauer's going to look back to throw. He's got Terrick Bauer oh, across the field, and that ball just slips out of his hand. Good pass there by Bauer. Would have been a, a tough catch. There wasn't a lot of room, but... Nonetheless, that pass falls incomplete, and the Cavaliers are going to bring their punt team out. That yeah. was Matt Stafford sidearm delivery that time, but it was on the money. I couldn't see the uh, the number of the guy that had a bead on uh, Wyatt on that play, but Wyatt once again gutsy in the pocket delivering that pass. Gaelic, Took another big hit. Gaelic stands at his own goal line. He's going to send it off to Billy Collins. Just gets it off in time. Pretty nice good punt. punt, and it's going to take a Cavalier bounce. Collins is running for it and he's going to smartly just let this one drop. About a 70-yard net punt there for Paul Galis as that ball is picked up at the 30-yard line, which is where the Fighting Irish will take over. First and 10 here with 621 remaining Cavaliers on top, 14-7 on the Castle Z92.5 Game of the Week. Broadcast of tonight's game is copyrighted presentation of the Michigan High School Athletic Association and WJSZFM. No reproduction, retransmission, or other distribution of the descriptions or accounts of this game may take place without the express written consent of the MHSAA Z92.5 The Castle and Sportsnet Michigan. The Fighting Irish will take over. First and ten on their own 30. Tuttle is in the backfield with Melenic. Melenic's had a couple nice runs here in this first half. Tuttle not really been able to get a whole lot going passing. It's going to be Melenic with a handoff over the left side. 
Makes one man miss, and he's finally forced out of bounds by Braden Anderjack over on the left side after he'll move the chains. Gain of about 13 there for Malenic. Garden and Julak over there on that left side doing a great job of cracking down on the blocking. Once Malenic gets to the outside, there's nobody there for seven or eight yards. Yeah. 6.15 remaining in the first half. Cavaliers on top, 14-7. to seven. It's going to be another handoff to Melenic this time up the middle, and he's tripped up before that could even get started there. That was Alan Merva, the junior, making the play in the backfield. No gain there for the Fighting Irish. So Tuttle in the backfield. We mentioned how quick they're getting to the line. They do run about three or four plays a minute, it seems like. This one's going to be a pass. Tuttle looking for an open receiver. Tipped at the line of scrimmage. I believe that was Caden Minton, 22, who was able to tip that one at the line. And that one just falls incomplete. So the Cavalier defense turning up a bit here. Third and nine it will be for the Fighting Irish. Yeah, I got uh, Tuttle right now, 5 of 12 for 32 yards or so. He's going to line up in the shotgun. He's got Malenik next to him to the right. Three wide receivers out to his right. Fake the handoff. It's going to be a screen over here on the far side. Mm. Going to cross over to the 50. He's got room. He's at the 40. Finally brought out of bounds by Bryce Eddington. That was Luke Malenik there with the catch and a nice run to push the ball into Cavalier territory, officially marked at the 35-yard line here as there's 540 remaining in the second quarter. You know, great play by uh, Weeblehaus right there. Uh, didn't really hit anybody, but was able to kind of cross in front of and, and stop about four Cavaliers from getting in the way because they didn't want to hit him in the back. Tuttle is going to hand off to Malenik here. Stopped at about the 36-yard line there by Caden Minton. Forward progress is going to push him over to about the 33. I was going to add to that, Bart, that I've really noticed that these receivers for Notre Dame really do a nice job blocking downfield. Yeah. yeah, that Weeble House on that play didn't even have to make contact. It was just a really nice disruption. Tuttle looking to throw. Oh, he had so much time right there. Great. That was, wasn't a sack, but you could call it a coverage, uh, coverage incompletion there as Tuttle really had a ton of room in the pocket but how is that not interference or uh, ground grounding yeah I did, did. once again Weeblehouse uh, supposedly in, in range but he was about good 15 yards downfield from the pass that I don't think actually went forward did it Just barely third and eight here for the fighting Irish Tuttle in the backfield he's going to look to throw looking over to the right side and that falls incomplete it looks like his intended receiver Joey DeCassis Split. Tarek Bauer was in coverage. All over him. Yeah, well defended right there. Corona's been doing an a outstanding job. You know, we're talking about Jacob Tuttle, a guy that's got more touchdowns than incompletions. Yep. And uh, he, he ain't doing it tonight. Corona doing a really good job. I mean, his receivers are dropping a lot of balls, too, but doing a really good job of defending against this passing attack. Huge play here. 5.07 left in the second quarter. Cavaliers on top, 14-7. to Fighting Irish going to go for it on fourth and eight here. It's going to be a pass play. He's looking across the middle. No good. Oh, intended for Barry Collins. Flipped right through his hands, and the Fighting Irish will turn it over on down. That's just a heartbreaker right there if you're a Notre Dame fan, man. Yeah, he had him. That was a beautiful throw, too. 
I'm impressed with this tunnel, man. I, I am, he's, too. <laughs> he's finding these holes in that Cavalier secondary, and really his, his receivers are just kind of letting him down right now. I think that's probably the fourth or fifth drop that we've seen just in this first half. 5.02 left here in the second. Cavaliers going to take over on their own 32-yard line. They're holding on to a 14-7 lead, and if you're the Cavaliers, you would love to see about a 5.02 drive here. Yeah. Milk all the clock you can and go into this half up two scores here. As we know, Fighting Irish will get the ball back here as we open the second half. First and 10 for the Cavaliers. Bauer in the shotgun. He's going to send Bryce Eddington in motion. Bauer's going to keep this one himself over the right side. Got a little bit of room as Jaden Eddington made a nice block. Only a gain of about three there for Bauer. And he gets up a little gingerly. It is confirmed we'll have Kyle Clough here at halftime. So we'll send things back to the studios at the break for this week in high school sports and a few more messages from our sponsors and uh, have a little chat with Kyle. Kyle, obviously a member of that 2002 team, also a member of the Final Four 2003 basketball team. Head coach at Rockford High School, doing a nice job up there in basketball. Second and seven here for the Cavaliers. Jaden Eddington's going to get this one, and he stopped right at the line of scrimmage there by a couple defensive linemen, Drew Heimbuck and Jake Garten there for the Fighting Irish brought down Eddington. New Lothar 15, Ithaca 13, courtesy of Dave Jelinek, one of our great fans. Third and seven here for the Cavaliers. They lead 14-7 to seven as this clock is ticking down. Just under four minutes remaining here in the second quarter. Bauer in the shotgun. He's got Parker Isham next to him. Two wide receivers out to his right. One wide receiver here to his left. It's going to be a pass. The screen over to Tarek Bauer. Going to have to make a man miss. And, man, <laughs> fighting Irish closed on him in a hurry. He caught that ball, and there were about four defenders waiting right there to tackle him. Official gain of about three there as it'll bring up fourth and two, and the Cavaliers are going to send their punt team out here again. What do you guys think? This living up to the uh, the hype? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what a great matchup. A couple of great defenses right there. I mean, that play right there, kind of a bread and butter for Corona where uh, Derek's going to get all kinds of yards after the catch, and both teams have been doing it. Yep. Just doing a great Ooh. job defending. Don't take a knee. Nope. Galus gets <laughs> off another pretty good punt to Billy Collins. He's going to feel that little bit of room over there on that far sideline. He's eventually brought out at about the 35-yard line there. So that's where the fighting Irish will take over here. 2.56 remaining in the second. Cavaliers on top, 14-7 to here in this district final matchup. Shaw's Pharmacy in Durand has been serving the area for 25 years. Owners Mark and Blair Pancheck are big supporters of our area schools and programs, including the Corona Cavaliers. Shaw's Pharmacy expects, accepts most insurances and provides delivery through Shiawassee County, an experienced staff of four, with four employees helping you for 25 years. Shaw's Pharmacy, not only a drugstore with prescriptions, but they have a wide selection of over-the-counter items, including CBD. Shop their unique gift selection, including Made in Michigan items and Hallmark cards. Big-time products with hometown service. Stop into the store on North Saginaw and Duran, and for more information at shawspharmacy.com. Tuttle's going to look to throw. He's got a man open mm. just over his outstretched hands again. <laughs> you mentioned it earlier, Ted. Another awesome throw by Tuttle. He put it pretty much yeah. only where his receiver could get in. He just missed the catch. Yeah, he's a six foot, 175-pound senior. I wonder if he's getting looks maybe at Division II level as a QB. He's got the goods. 
So after that incompletion, it'll be second and 10 here for Notre Dame Prep. 2.51 remaining here in the second. Cavaliers on top, 14-7. to Tuttle in the shotgun. He's got two wide receivers here to his right, one out to his left. It's going to be a handoff to Melenic as he goes up the middle for a gain of about five before he's eventually brought down by Jaden Eddington. Third and five upcoming here for the Fighting Irish, and they're already at the line of scrimmage ready to get this one going. You're listening to WJSZ, Ashley Owasso, home of district championship action. Quarterback keeper up the oh. middle. Tuttle is met right at the 44-yard line by Jay Neddington after a little bit of a struggle there. Eddington eventually prevailed, and Pontiac Northern Prep is going to be marked just short of the first down marker. Officially short by about a yard and a half. Ooh, they're, they're showing they're going to go for they're it gonna, if they try to draw them off. Tuttle here in the shotgun. He's looking over at his sideline. Clock is ticking under two minutes left here. Fourth and one from the 44-yard line. Tuttle steps back into the shotgun. All signs point to them. Looks like they're going to go for it here. We'll see what actually happens. Ball is snapped. Here it comes. It's a Melenic out to the right side. No way. by Eddington. Eddington. What a sick Oh, my gosh. I don't even know how to describe what just happened. Eddington came all the way over from the left hash to make that first down saving tackle. Turnover on downs for the Irish, and the Cavaliers are going to be in business here with 139 left. They got the ball on Pontiac's 42-yard line. A little surprised there, weren't you? I thought they were just going to try and draw them offside. I thought they were definitely going to go for it. I wasn't expecting that play right there, but Eddington was, and basically told the Fighting Irish to uh, leave the football and take the cannoli. (laughs) Exactly. So 139 left here in the second. Cavaliers with all their timeouts. They're up 14-7 to here. Yeah, you'd think they would have gotten the timeout instead, but yeah. Right. Bauer's going to look to throw. He's got Tarek Bauer. Just overthrew him. I think they were just maybe taking a shot here on the first play as that ball sailed well over the intended Tarek Bauer's head. Wasn't a bad idea. Just kind of hurried it and didn't put enough air underneath Mm -hmm. it. Let Tarek go one-on-one. Give him a chance to catch it, but that he overshot him by about 10 yards. And that kind of seems to be not necessarily Corona's trademark, but I feel like they do that a lot where they'll come up with a big defensive stop, yeah. and the very next offensive play, they bust a long touch.
some kind of love, some kind of fire. I'm already up, but you lift me higher. You know I'm not wrong. You know I'm not lying. We do it better. Yeah, we do it better. Yeah. I don't mind if the world spins faster, the music's louder, the waves get stronger. I don't mind if the world spins faster, faster, faster. Just let me take you to a better place. I'm gonna make you kiss the sky tonight. Yeah, if you let me show. And the Cavaliers were able to find the end zone twice thanks to a couple goal line Jaden Eddington carries as he continues his awesome senior campaign. Great atmosphere here at Nick and East Athletic Field. Packed house. Corona's had packed stands at pretty much every one of their home games this season as the entire community has shown out to support this team. Hoping they make a deep playoff run here. And so, with two seconds on the 40-yard line, the Cavaliers' offense will come out. Looks like they might just take maybe either a Hail Mary attempt or maybe just a fake kick here to close out this half. Bauer in the shotgun. I throw it to Terry. And he's just going to try to throw it deep. He's scrambling a little bit over the right side. Took a big hit at the 45-yard line. Pass ended up falling incomplete intended for Bryce Eddington. And Wyatt Bauer took a shot there to end the first half. He's getting helped up by a couple teammates. Looks like he is going to be all right. So this first half, everything it was built up to be here. It is 14-7. Cavaliers on top here in this district final matchup against Pontiac Notre Dame Prep fighting Irish. We're going to take a short break here and send things back to the station, and we'll catch you in about 10 minutes with our interview with Kyle Clough. The pecan berry salad is back in season at McAllister's Deli in Owasso. They start with a bed of mixed greens, add grilled chicken, toss in some fresh strawberries and blueberries, add candied pecan for some crunchy sweetness, then top it all off with their delicious and fat-free raspberry pecan vinaigrette. This fan favorite won't be here for long, so enjoy it while you can. Order your pecan berry salad on their app or online at McAllister'sDeli.com. Happy pecan berry season. McAllister's knows you're on the go, which is why they are too. Ordering online has never been easier. Simply download their app or go to their website to get all your favorites. Whether you pick it up or live for delivery, they've made it easy to get the McAllister's you crave wherever you are. Yes, that includes your couch. Oh, and did you know that rewards members earn points on every online order? That's right. Go ahead and start racking them up. Not a rewards member? Download the app and sign up today for free. Online, easy, and fresh. McAllister's Deli. 
U.S. 27 Motorsports and Trailers is Michigan's premier trailer and power sports dealership. Hurry and take advantage of our end-of-season clearance sale on dump trailers, pontoon trailers, and PWC trailers. Save thousands on a brand-new trailer today. As the snowmobile riding season approaches, we have a wide range of Mission Hybrid trailers and drive-on, drive-off, and closed Vino's trailers in stock. Don't miss out on this opportunity to save big. At U.S. 27 Motorsports, we offer the trailer you need at a price you can afford. Take advantage of our easy financing options and drive away with your new trailer for one low monthly price. Call 989-224-8874 or visit us online at us27motorsports.com to explore our inventory. But that's not all. Did you know that we also sell CF Moto ATVs and side-by-sides? Choose from a large selection of CF Moto ATVs, including the new C4600 and 800XC models. Perfect for winter adventures and snow plowing. Don't wait. Call 989-224-8874 or visit us online at us27motorsports.com to find the perfect trailer or CF Moto ATV for your needs. US 27 Motorsports and Trailers, your destination for quality and affordability. Has your child missed a routine vaccination? The Shiawassee County Health Department offers all recommended vaccinations for children and can work with parents to determine a vaccine catch-up schedule that works for you and your family. Visit health.shiawassee.net for a comprehensive list of what vaccines your child may be eligible for and when to get them. Call 989-743-2356 to schedule an appointment. Shiawassee County Health Department, promoting wellness, protecting health. The first serve of the volleyball postseason is in the air, and it was points galore on the football field in round one of the postseason tournament. I'm John Ross, and this is This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid. The volleyball postseason gets started this week with district play. 32 district winners in each of the four divisions will advance to regionals next week. Regional winners face off in quarterfinals on Tuesday, November 14th, with those winners all meeting up in Battle Creek. Kellogg Arena is once again host for both the semifinals and finals. The semifinal round will be Thursday and Friday, November 16th and 17th, with the finals on Saturday, November 18th. Divisions 2 and 3 will play their semifinals on the 16th, with Divisions 1 and 4 on the 17th. And on Championship Saturday, the Division 4 final will start the day at 10 a.m., followed by Division 1 at noon, Division 2 at 2.30, and Division 3 at 4.30. All semifinal and final games will be available to watch on the NFHS Network or to listen to on the MHSAA Championship Radio Network. For updates on who's advancing and where the next round will be played and at what time, be sure to check out MHSAA.com and click on Volleyball. North Branch, Paloma, Westphalia, and Mount Pleasant Sacred Heart will all be looking to win a second straight title, while Bloomfield Hills Marion will be trying for a fourth straight title in Division I. It's time for Gay Balls when we highlight a trio of standout performances from the past week. First, Elma soccer star Leo Richter. He's the school's all-time leading scorer with 91 goals. His 91st came in a 2-1 win over Fremont. And that victory sends Alma to its first-ever boys' soccer semifinal appearance. Buchanan's Emma Miller, she finished first in a Division III cross-country regional and helped her school to a first-place finish as a team. Miller turned in a time of just over 20 minutes. And to the Mount Pleasant Sacred Heart eight-player football team's entire defense. Playing an all-gray Sims team that averaged more than 50 a game, Sacred Heart held them to zero 
and a 34-0 shutout win in round one of the eight-player playoff. For high school seniors, the matchup of the year isn't on the field. It's actually online. That's right. When you fill out the FAFSA, you know, the free application for federal student aid, you could also be eligible for thousands of dollars in additional money from the Michigan Achievement Scholarship. Yep, nearly 80% of students who fill out the FAFSA may be eligible. Now that's a matchup we can all root for. Get started today at michigan.gov achievement. The Michigan Achievement Scholarship. It's a game changer. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with registered official Paige Winnie. I am running a great race at Michigan International Speedway. I'm about two miles into the 3.1 mile event and I am on track to set a PR for the season. As I run towards the next turn, a runner a few steps to my left cuts right in front of me, causing me to slow down and nearly stumble. I regain my balance and keep going, but lose precious seconds during the altercation. Is interfering with a runner a penalty? It is. If a race official sees a runner bump, trip, or run across another runner's path, causing them to change course or lose their natural rhythm, it's interference. The runner charged with interference is disqualified. The runner who was interfered with continues on with his or her race. Thanks, Paige. Now more than ever, we need officials. If you're interested, please go to the MHSAA website now to register. The first week of the football postseason is in the books, and there were a number of eye-popping notes from the 128 games in 11-player and 16 games in 8-player. Three three-win teams made the playoffs. One of them, Lansing Catholic, got their fourth win in advance. The Cougars will play Ovid Elsie in round two. They say beating the same team in back-to-back -back weeks is tough, but in Division II, both Birmingham Seaholm and Midland Dow did just that. Seaholm knocked off Groves 56-49 for the second straight week, and Dow took care of crosstown rival Midland 14-7 a week after beating them to end the regular season. Davison and Caledonia had the offenses revved up. Davison beat Lapeer 76-35. That was also a Week 9 rematch that went Davison's way. Caledonia put up 72 in a win over Portage Northern. Goebbels notched its first-ever eight-player playoff win by beating Menden 50-14. Complete coverage of Round 1 and a look ahead to Round 2 is all at MHSAA.com. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross, and we'll see you next week. Hey, Mike here from Bellinger Specialty Meats with your Bellinger's best tips. To make sure you have that perfect Thanksgiving meal, stop off to Bellinger Specialty Meats. Start your meal off with some of our appetizers. Pick up a party tray. We have different sizes to pick from. And for that main course, we have fresh turkeys, smoked turkeys, old-fashioned hams, bone-in, boneless, whole hams or halves, spiral hams, honey glazed, or just plain. And if you're looking for something different, we also have prime ribs. And if you're looking for some sides to go along with them, we also have mac and cheese with bacon. Or if you're looking for that different appetizer, we also have smoked salmon. So stop out to Bellinger Specialty Meats and pick up some of our award-winning meats. Two miles north of St. John's on US 127. Check out our hours and weekly specials. Go online, bellingermeats.com, and like us on Facebook. All of us at Bellinger Specialty Meats would like to wish you and your family a happy Thanksgiving. Shiawassee Health and Wellness, or SHW, is a public agency serving children and adults in Shiawassee County. Services include mental health, crisis, 
severe mental illness, developmental disabilities, and multiple programs for families and children. You can reach our mobile crisis intervention line at 989-723-6791. Shiawassee Health and Wellness, promoting health and wellness and recovery. Start your visit today at shiabwealth.org. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. There's a price war in the insurance business, and you may be paying too much. Call the Term Lifeline right now and see if you can save 40%. Half-million-dollar plans and up, that's our specialty, even great smokers' rates. Protect your family today. Call the Term Lifeline right now for a free quote. 866-509-TERM. 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 Well, welcome back to Nick and East Athletic Field here in Cavalier Country. The district final matchup that everyone has had their eyes on here for the past month. It's Corona Cavaliers taking on Pontiac Notre Dame Prep Fighting Irish, and this game has been everything it has been advertised. Cavaliers currently on top 14-7. to Notre Dame Prep will get the ball coming out of halftime. We'll get to some scores and first half thoughts, but we have a real treat here in the booth tonight. A member of the 2002 Cavalier team that also went 10-0, Kyle Clough is here with us tonight. Hey, Kyle, welcome. And uh, does this kind of give you a little flashback from uh, 2002 when you were here uh, playing in the playoffs? Yeah, it does. You know, pulling up to the stadium and seeing the lights kind of light up the whole uh, town of Corona was pretty sweet. I remember that walk across from the school very vividly in the playoffs. Anytime that it's dark when the game starts, it means you're doing something right. So pretty cool to be back. It's been a while. Yeah, like I mentioned, uh, you know, you were, I think, were the first group that had the black-on-black uniforms and watching the Cavaliers here tonight, uh, it's a good look. Yeah, it's pretty sharp, you know. I mean, we thought that it made us look a little faster, I think, in 2002, <laughs> but these guys definitely looked the part, and, uh, yeah, it's a cool cool sight to see anytime you got the black-on-black with the gold helmets. Put your analyst hat on now. You know, break down that first half, what you saw out there between these two pretty evenly matched teams. Yeah, the first thing I, I really kind of was locked in on was I thought our defense played great. You know, heard a lot about the quarterback coming in, obviously, and his completion percentage, and uh, I thought our defense did a nice job of just not giving up anything too big, keeping the passing game under control, keeping everything in front of them. And so and at this time of year, your defense has got to play outstanding, obviously. And I think offensively we've had uh, you know a couple of nice plays there. Tariq or, uh, Tarek had a, you know, another opportunity there in the middle of the field and it seemed like we were maybe just uh you know one big play away from really kind of stretching this thing out so if i'm corona i'm feeling really good at the half and uh you know you got to come out and i think probably really get a big stop here in the first possession of the second half and you can stretch this thing out to a two-score lead at this time of year obviously that gives you a lot more comfort as a football team you know we call this the district of death you know we had three unbeaten teams in this district and of course when you go back to your your team you had uh the the, the future uh, state champions in the uh, Sailors from Grand Rapids. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, it just sometimes is luck of the draw, right? And, uh, you know, the cool part for these guys, I think, is 
you know, you're going to get tested here like we did in 02. You know, look back on a lot of those experiences. And, um, you know, I talked to Steve, obviously, early this week a lot through text and told him if there's any bit of advice I could give him, it's just to make sure his kids believe that they're good enough to win the whole thing. I think if I look back on 02, we knew we were really good, but didn't really know if we were state championship good. I think there was some doubt there, perhaps, as you look back on it. And lo and behold, the team that beat us in a really close game here went on to win it all. So I think that, you know, whether it's this round or next round, it doesn't really matter. If you're in a close game, you know, you win these close ones and you find a way, then you got a good shot to go to the end. Well, and Steve had that quote, too. He said, they just take every game like it's their Super Bowl. If you just take it one game at a time, just play your best football that you can, play Corona football like they have been all season, you know, I think that's one thing that he's really stressed, too, just from listening to interviews with him and stuff like that. Yeah, and I think if, you know, Steve's done this for a long time, you know, it's been fun to talk to him, and I told him, one thing I told him this week is thank you, you know, for us uh, – it reconnected a lot of our, our 2002 team, and there's a lot of guys from the 96 team, the 98 team. There's a lot of guys in the stadium tonight, and we had a great time before the game. And just uh, just text messaging and, and talking about the old days, the older you get, those memories fade away from you a little bit. But when you have a great season like this in a small town, it definitely brings everybody back together. So it's been a pretty neat uh, neat week for all of us. You know, one thing, and, and I'm wearing a shirt that says Crown is a football town. I mean, a basketball coach might, might disagree with that, but – you know, there has been some great teams, your teams, the teams you talked about, and this team has an opportunity, you know, if they can pull out this win here in the second half to be the only team, the first team to go 11-0 and in Corona history. And that kind of puts them in the legacy point, you know, moving forward. And obviously their goal is Ford Field, but 11-0, and man, that's something else. That's awesome. You know, I mean, it really is. And like I said, it's, it's drummed up a lot of memories for us uh, old guys that are here and talking a lot this week. And, um, you know, again, this is the first time I've seen them in person, and they got a lot of special weapons out there. I mean, uh, they make they make some of the guys that we played with look look slow and unathletic and old. But uh, you know, it's awesome. I mean, I'm really excited for them. And um, you know, you 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 look back on seasons at the end of them, no matter what. And I think these are the defining moments, right? The second half will be a very one way or the other, and hopefully they'll come out on top and they'll be able to look back on this as that real test that was able to put them over the hump and get them to where they really wanted to be. Can't let you go without just a quick scouting report on the Rockford Rams. Uh, you're the head coach at Rockford. You spent some time in, uh, obviously, at Corona as head coach, and then down in Indiana. But now it seems like you found a home in Rockford and probably another pretty good squad, huh? Yeah, yeah. We've got a very nice team, and we've had a nice little run here in the last few years. And we put three championships in a row on the board, and I think that's something that um, over there it's, 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 you know, it's an expectation and it's uh, part of the culture. And so really, really an honor to be the coach there. And, yeah, I've, I've drawn a lot of my – a lot of my experience from here as a player and as a coach, and I feel like that's made me a big part of who I am. So, um, long ways away from Crown now, but there's a lot of Crown in me still over there, so I'm proud of that. Amen, brother. And, uh, you know, by the way, we appreciate your team, the 2002 team, getting together, helping sponsor these games on the radio. Uh, that's kind of unheard of. That just kind of shows the kind of close-knit group you guys have. Yeah, yeah and thanks to Matt Burns for that, obviously. And, um, like I said, we've had a great chat going on this week with a bunch of guys, and, Saw some guys at dinner tonight that I haven't seen in probably 15-plus years. And, um, yeah, like I said, the older you get, those things start to drift away a little bit, and you hold on to them as tight as you can, and then these kind of experiences bring them back to you a little closer. So it's been a, it's been a fun week just reliving all those moments. All right, Kyle, get your young man out of here. Go enjoy the rest of the game. Have fun. Good luck this year in basketball season, and see, see if you can get the Cavaliers a W. All right, go Cavs. Thanks. Kyle Clough. Head coach at Rockford, was a standout athlete here in multiple sports, and great catching up with him. Did he just call Matt Burns slow and unathletic? <laughs> I think he took a shot at your three-point podcast call. Oh, jeez, I didn't <laughs> catch that part. That's what I don't get, speaking of Matt Burns. Yeah.
is Matt Burns was on the 2002 team. Oh, yeah. He's, he's a record-holding wide receiver from that team. How is he Gen X? Yeah, we screwed that up in the, in the original. Right. I don't know about that, man. No, he's a millennial. <laughs> he's absolutely a millennial. Um, you know, I just want to read something real fast here. I was hoping to get to this coming out of the uh, the half here. But uh, you've climbed the dune, you've sang the song, and the records, they feel like leaves during an, uh, during an autumn in Michigan. It's time to finish your story and carry on the HIT tradition into the books now. One heartbeat, savvy smarts and toughness like no one's business is the same blood that pumps through all Cavaliers. From the 2002 team and Cavs everywhere, we wish the 23 Cavaliers the best as they hit their way through the MHSAA playoff season. Best of luck, boys. We're all proud of you. And big thanks to uh, that 2002 team for, for jumping in and making some of these broadcasts possible Absolutely. And, Ted, you followed that 2002 team yeah. pretty closely. Do you see some similarities between this 20? I mean, obviously we've talked about it a little bit. Coach Steve Herrick is kind of the, the ultimate link between the two. Both uh, he coached that team in 2002 and obviously here tonight. Is there any other similarities you see between kind of those two teams, both maybe in style of play and just how their season has shaken out so far? Oh, 100%. You know, Corona ran the table during the regular season, won their first district game, had Grand Rapids, South Christian, the Sailors here, lost a close one, but – you know, you start with the quarterback, Kyle Clough. I mean, for my money, leading up to this, you know, last couple of years with Wyatt, I think I'd have to stamp Wyatt probably the, the best quarterback of all time. Right. If you look at his stats and what they've put together here, especially if they continue this run. But Kyle was always the guy I thought was the top quarterback. And, you know, seriously, not joking around, Matt Burns was a hell of a wide receiver. Well, he's the single-season reception record for the Cavaliers, right? right. Over 100 catches in a season. That's well, kind of unheard over, of. I don't think it was over 100, but I, in one season – I, the number it's on the it's on the Corona High School wall. It's, 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 a, it's an ungodly number. I know that. Okay. It's pretty crazy. I don't, I don't think that's you might have that. to fact check me. Yeah, I have the stats right here. I'll, you guys talk. I'll find it. <laughs> Eighty-six catches in a career. Oh, in a career. That's in a career. Well. Not in a season. I was gonna say Derek's only got like thirty-six coming into but, tonight. But he does have the single-season record. That's good. he's still gonna hold it after this yeah. year. Fifty. Okay, that's I got my numbers mixed up there. Yeah. That's, that's okay. still, I mean. 50, and, you know, you compare and contrast the the type of offense that they ran 21 years ago as well. Yeah. I mean, that's that's an incredible record right there. So we're going to get this second half underway here. Winner will advance to the regional final. Cavaliers coming out of the first half with a 14-7 to lead. They're going to kick off here to the Fighting Irish here. This second half is sure to be a good one on the Castle Z92.5 Game of the Week. Also simulcast on the NFHS Network. We hope you stick with us here for the remainder of your Friday night. It's going to be fielded at the 5 by Billy Collins. He's going to run this one over the far sideline. It's about the 30 and a flag here thrown by this far official. We'll see what the official call is. Scoring recap for the first half. Jacob Tuttle threw a 10-yard touchdown to Weeble House to get things going. And then the Cavaliers answered with back-to-back touchdown runs by Jaden Eddington, one of seven yards and one of five yards, and that is where we currently stand right now. 14-7, to Cavaliers on top, as we have just getting this one started here, and on that kickoff was a hold call against the Fighting Irish, so that will back them up to the 20-yard line. Well, they'll take over first and 10. If we have time, Bart, are there any crucial stats that jump out at all? Add just how close it is, 192 yards total for Corona, 140 on the ground, 
152 in the air, 160 for uh, Notre Dame, 49 in the air, and 111 on the ground. So statistically just as close as the scoreboard for sure. I mean, just just a heck of a first half for both teams. Uh, Corona's defense, everything that they were advertised to be in this Pontiac Notre Dame team, uh, besides the drop balls, man, I mean, they're they're just as good as we thought they were as well. Yep. Two straight handoffs here for Malenik as he finds some room up over the left side. Brought down at about the 40. Move the chains for the Fighting Irish as he found a nice seam over the left side of his line, Jake Garten and Joe Jaluk. And that right there puts him about a 16-yard gain on that. Takes him up to 90 yards total. He's quick. First yeah, Malenik has been definitely the, uh, the main force for this. Irish offense. And he's going to get the ball again. His third straight carry, pushing over to the middle, makes one man miss a nice stiff arm laid, and he's eventually brought down by Lucas Curran at right about the 44-yard line. Second and six here for the Fighting Irish. Just a minute underway here in the third quarter. Cavaliers hanging on to a 14-7 lead. Tuttle in the backfield. He's going to take the shotgun snap. Another handoff to Milenic here. This time he stopped right at the line of scrimmage by a few Cavalier defensive linemen, Austin Oginski and Evan Cody right there, plugging up that middle of the line, bring up third and five here for the Fighting Irish. Trying to mixing it up defensively, noticing that uh, they're shifting, they're showing blitz on different plays, mixing it up defensively. Third and five here for the Fighting Irish. On the 45-yard line, Tuttle looks back to throw. He's got a man out in the flat. It's Billy Collins. He's past the first down line. Eventually brought down by Bryce Eddington and Lucas Curran at the 45. That'll move the chains for the Irish and push them past midfield into Cavalier territory. First and 10 on the 46-yard line. A little coverage mix up there by the Cavaliers was way too open that time. Easy first down. First and 10 here. Tuttle in the backfield. He's got Miletic next to him. It's going to be a quarterback keeper up the middle. Evades one tackler in the backfield. Eventually brought down by Evan Cody and Parker Isham for a short gain of about one. And the cowbells are out. This Cavalier crowd is definitely going to be a big momentum booster here for the Cavaliers as they look to finish out this second half. Home field advantage is strong here at Nicanese Athletic Field. Second and nine. Tuttle in the backfield alone. He's going to take the shotgun snap and look to throw. He's looking across midfield. He's got oh, a man wow. open. Oh, man. He's caught it at the 15, and he waltzes into the end zone there. Looks like that was Joey DeCassis there making that catch. We'll get an official receiver here in a moment, but Jacob Tuttle with a nice strike, 45 yards across the middle of the field there. And Fighting Irish are going to come on to attempt this point after to try to tie this game up at 14-all. A little technical difficulty here. We hope you're still hearing us clearly wherever you are listening. Z92.5, Z92.5 app, and simulcast on the NFHS network. <laughs> so Miletic on to attempt the extra point here as we get a Caddyshack reference from some of the Corona fans. <laughs> That was Luke Malenik on that touchdown catch if he didn't get it. Malenik okay. picked up and good. So Luke Malenik there with a 45-yard touchdown reception. Really the first time that we have seen Tuttle connect with his receiver on a long strike. 
That one went for 45 yards, and it ties the game up at 14-all here with 9.29 remaining in the third. Pets Place is an adult daycare program for loved ones dealing with dementia, Alzheimer's, or memory loss. Located in downtown Corona on Shiawassee Street in the Homejoy Building. Taking care of loved ones can become both emotionally and financially exhausting. Pat's Place helps families by providing a safe and social environment while encouraging independence. The day program is open Monday through Thursdays from 9 to 4. Pat's Place provides crafts, socialization, friendship, and meals. Grant funding and scholarships are available. Call with questions, follow on Facebook, and get more info online at homejoy.com. The Fighting Irish are going to kick off here to the Cavaliers. Zach Malenik is going to send it deep to Parker Isham, who stands at his own goal line. Fighting Irish come out of halftime with a nice drive led by Zach Malenik and capped off with a 45-yard touchdown strike. Jacob Tuttle to Luke Malenik as we're all tied up here. 14-14 with 9.29 remaining in the third. little squib kick, and Parker Isham is going to smartly let that one roll out of bounds. Yeah, but did, but did I think one of those guys touch it? I think it, it was yeah. touched, yeah. yeah. I think Lucas Kern over on that far side maybe got in the way of it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so they're going to get – Cavaliers going to get the ball on the 10-yard line. Drive of the game tonight brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac Buick on M21 in Owasso, saluting all mid-Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. And the player of the game tonight brought to you by Audiology Center of St. John's. For hearing, testing, and health, visit them at wecarehowyouhear.com. Bullock Creek 21 to 7 over Chesanine. Uh, Lutheran North over Marine City 14 to 7. The winner of that game has the winner of this game. First and 10 for the Cavaliers. It's going to be a handoff up the middle to Jaden Eddington. He's fighting to get some extra yards after he was initially met by Jake Garten of the Fighting Irish defensive line. Give him about two yards there on that carry. All tied up here, 14-14 to 14 in this district final matchup. The number two Cavaliers facing off against the number four Fighting Irish. Clock is ticking under nine minutes. We're just underway here in the second half. All squared away at 14. Cavaliers break the huddle. Wyatt Bauer is going to be in the shotgun with Jaden Eddington to his left. Two wide receivers to his left, and Tarek Bauer in single coverage on the right. He's going to go to Tarek Bauer. He's got it at the 30. He makes the man miss. He's going to cut up midfield. He's over at the 30. He's oh, coming oh, to the left. He's at the 40. The 50, the 40, oh. the 30. Tarek's going to walk into the end zone, but this you one gotta be kidding me. is coming back. No. you got to be kidding me. That was the right call. You think so? Yeah, yeah. It looked like he hit him in the side to me. No, I don't know. And it didn't need to happen either, unfortunately. So that long touchdown coming back. They're just going to have to regroup. So it looked like there was either a hold, a block in the back, a clip. Couldn't quite tell what it was. Bart, looked like you thought it wasn't maybe the right call. Ted, you thought it was. Cavalier fans Cavalier don't agree. Fans don't like it. The Boo Birds coming out here. Yeah. As Tarek Bauer, hey, he took away an awesome run after the catch for Tarek Bowers. He took that one about 80 yards all the way from the right sideline all the way up the left hash into the end zone. I mean, that was a highlight reel play for sure. I mean, comes back all the way across the field to this side, takes it into the end zone. But unfortunately for the Cavaliers, 
a, a call that goes against them, whether it was for real or not. It was. So a negated touchdown. That looked, I don't know. I mean, it, we don't have instant replay, but it no. looked pretty clean to me. It did move the chains there oh, for no. the Cavaliers. First and ten as Wyatt Bauer tries to find Bryce Eddington on the right side, and that pass falls incomplete. So second and ten upcoming here for the Cavaliers as Billy Collins and Joey DeCassis were in coverage over on that right side. Parker Isham brings the play call in from the sideline. And if you're the Cavaliers, you, man, not really a momentum killer, but, man, you would like to have that one back, especially on a call like Ted said. You didn't need to have that. Tarek was already gone when that block was made. And now here comes another incompletion as Lucas Curran just watched that one fall through his hands, maybe thinking too much about the run after the catch, and it'll bring up third and ten. 8.20 here. The clock is stopped in the third quarter. All squared away at 14-14 here. Oh, a, I was just going to say, man, there's a lot of pressure, especially on these Corona kids, because they, they have, you know, they've been riding the hype train all season long and oh, just sure. destroying people, you know, and they're getting a real test here tonight against a very quality opponent here in Notre Dame. Cavaliers will get to the line. Third and ten from their own 31. Wyatt Bauer in the shotgun. He's got two wide receivers to his right, one to his left. It's going to be a pass. Notre Dame's going to send the blitz. He's looking for Tarek Bauer. Oh, yeah, oh, it's oh, oh. it's a foot race. Tarek Bauer at the 20, at the He's 15, He's 10, 5. Let's redo it again as Wyatt Bauer finds his brother streaking across midfield. Touchdown, Cavaliers. 73-yard strike. Long strike. Wyatt Bauer found Tarek Bauer in stride, and Tarek did the rest. It was a one-on-one foot race, and you're not going to catch a state champion on turf. No. And you got to give some credit to the guys up front, too, and Wyatt. He stayed in that pocket. They gave him just enough time to unload it. Yeah, Notre Dame brought the house on that one again. And, you know, like you said, the the line giving him enough time, and give him some credit, too, because he knew he was going to get decked, and he did. But still threw a beautiful pass. Andrew Jack on to attempt this extra point. His amazing kicking record continues as he puts that one in. Cavaliers on top, 21-14 here with 8.09 remaining in the third quarter. For nearly 50 years, Fast Eddie's car wash and oil change centers have been setting themselves apart from the competition. They offer top quality service by pre-washing your vehicle and towel drying your vehicle by hand. Fast Eddie's focuses on preventive maintenance for your vehicle with services like coolant flushes, transmission flushes, complete fuel system maintenance, and everything your vehicle needs to keep it running at its peak performance. Fast Eddie's Car Wash will keep your vehicle looking and running at its best. And that's a huge touchdown for the Cavaliers. I mean, obviously every touchdown is big in playoff football, but after that long touchdown got called back, you kind of almost felt like the air was let out of the stadium a little bit. Cavaliers looked deflated walking back, and then they come right back with it and connect on a third and ten. Tarek Bauer with a 73-yard catch-and-run touchdown to give the Cavaliers a seven-point lead here as we have an injured fighting Irish member down at about the ten-yard line. Looks like he just had some cramps as he's walking off under his own power, so I'd like to see that here for fighting Irish. If I'm the Cavaliers, too, I'll take Tarek Bauer in one-on-one coverage all day. Somewhere close, but that time it was an absolute dart strike right on the money. And a lot of times, too, you see teams just take a chance because, you know, 50% of the time you might even get a pass interference call. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, not much risk on that pass besides <laughs> that rush that was coming at you. Right. Wyatt has taken a couple of shots today. He took one coming into halftime. He took one right there and a few in the first quarter. He's doing a good job of staying in there. and He'll be sore tomorrow morning, but you got to feel like he, he'll take the victory if he can get it. All will be worth it if they can advance to the regional final. Andrew Jack is going to send this one deep to Billy Collins. He's going to let this one drop at the end zone. So Notre Dame will take over 8.09 remaining in the third, 21-14. The Cavaliers on top. Corona Public Schools offers safe buildings, state-of-the-art athletic facilities, and teachers who create lifelong relationships with students and families. Corona Public Schools, synonymous with high expectations for students and staff. Corona has an incredibly supportive community. While other schools may have declining enrollment, Corona's is growing. Find out why by Googling Corona Public Schools and find out why, young or old, it's great to be gold. So Notre Dame will take over first and ten. Tuttle's going to look over to the flat. Nice. He's got a receiver. It's caught, but Bryce Eddington with a quick tackle after a gain of only about one there. Got a couple quick scores. Bullock Creek over Chesanine, 28-7. to Indians got to fight their way back in that one. Ovid LC has regrouped. They're on top, 28 28- to 13 over Lansing Catholic. Try to get that Notre, or New Lothar Ithaca game as soon as we can. Second and nine, it's a quarterback keeper. Tuttle has it. Looks like he's going to have enough for that first down. That'll move the chains. He did a good job of keeping it. And they're going to give him the first down, so a nice gain of 10 there for Tuttle. And the Irish will move the chains. 7.32 remaining here in the third. Cavaliers on top, 21 to 14. Casey, do you remember Captain Tuttle? I do not. Nobody does. (laughs) Don't ask me. Never really existed. Jacob Tuttle is going to keep this one for (laughs) no gain. I know him. (laughs) Captain Tuttle. You going to tell us who he is? From MASH. (laughs) All from MASH. You remember Captain Tuttle, the guy that didn't exist? They made him up and and he died in the, uh, like a freak helicopter accident or something? I wish I Whoa, could. Oh, now there's a block in the back. Yeah, it might have been close enough to the line of scrimmage to be okay, but yeah, it was a block in the back, but not called. On a little screen pass, Billy Collins takes that one past the first down marker. Move the chains for the Fighting Irish. They'll take over first and ten here at the 44. Under seven minutes remaining in the third. Cavaliers hanging on to a 21-7 lead. Tuttle going to look to pass. He's going to look for a man right at the line of scrimmage, and it's great defense right there, man. Incomplete, as Bart mentioned, Bryce Eddington with some great coverage there. That one didn't really have a chance. Yeah, we always talk about the Bauer brothers, but how about these Eddington brothers, Ah. huh? Junior and a senior, but, man, they get after it. Well, Eddington all uh, all conference as a uh, defensive back this season for the, the Metro League. Tough league. Second and ten. Tunnel in the backfield. He's got Malenik next to him. It's going to be a pass play. He's got a lot of time. He's going to loft this one up over oh. the middle. Oh, and geez. it's caught, hauled in, evades one tackler. It's a foot race. And he's finally brought down at the ten-yard line there as Braden Anderjack is able to bring in the receiver. Tarek's shaking up, too. As that fighting Irish receiver was able to hold on after a hard hit. He just kind of bounced right off and was able to gain a couple more yards as the Fighting Irish are now in business. First and goal on the nine. Terry comes to the sideline to get some medical attention, but he is definitely hurting. 
hope maybe after that hit he might have just got the wind knocked out of him. Right. But we'll see. He was limping, though. Malenik with the carry. He gets up to the oh, wall. Balls on the ground. Oh, and the Cavaliers look like they have they recovered. Oh, oh, oh. Malenik with the fumble, and Parker Isham comes away with the football. Turnover for the Fighting Irish, and the Cavalier defense strikes again. Parker Isham saw that ball on the ground and dove like his life depended on it. He scooped that one up, and it's first down for the Cavaliers. Great defensive stand as Malenik was inching toward the end zone, and some Cavalier was able to punch that one out, and Isham fell right on it. First down, Cavaliers. Six seventeen remaining in the third. Cavaliers on top, 21-14. As she calling for pickle juice? Couple, yeah, a couple cramps on mustard, the Cavaliers yeah. sideline. Some pickle juice and mustard is the remedy here in Cavalier country. <laughs> Problem is, is they're playing on artificial turf, so you can't rub any dirt on it. No. So Corona is deep first, in her own oh territory. First down carry. Parker Isham barely gets out of the end zone. This is dangerous here for the Cavaliers as they're back right up on their own end zone. Six minutes remaining in the third after that turn. Down play. It's second and 12 here from the Cavaliers' one-yard line. They're hanging on to a one-score lead, 21-7. 14. Excuse me, 21-14. Ted, when you played in your day, was there pickle juice and mustard on the sideline? <laughs> there was not, but there were salt tablets. <laughs> Think about that. Second and twelve. Nothing salt can't cure. Right. Wyatt Bauer under center. It's going to be a handoff to Isham, and he gets a little bit of room. Maybe squeaks out a yard. Yeah. Notre Dame's still okay since uh, Cavaliers are pinned deep. Corona right now needs to figure out a way to get a first down, and Two of their better players on the sideline cramping up, Tarek Bauer and Jaden Eddington. Looks like Bauer looking at his leg. Jaden Eddington getting some water right now. Lucas Curran bringing in the play call from the sideline. Third and 11. Five minutes here in the third. Clock is ticking down. Cavaliers going to march to the line of scrimmage. Bauer under center. He's got two wide receivers to his right, one to his left. Isham in the backfield. It's going to be a handoff to Isham. He's got some room. Oh, Gets out short. to about the 12-yard line. A good job of getting some breathing room here. Cavaliers more than likely probably going to send out their punt team as they are about three yards short. And that's what they're going to do. So a good job by Isham. He gives his punter, Paul Galis, some breathing room here. He'll still probably be punting from his own end zone, but Close, could have yeah. been way worse. He could have been in his almost at the back of his end zone here. Quick yeah. move in third quarter. This snap right here is crucial. Yes, it is. Don't take a knee, young man, in the end zone. <laughs> Billy Collins stands at midfield. Galis is going to send this one away. Good snap. Good punt here. It's going to be a good return as well. Fielded cleanly up over the... Stopped right there by a few Cavalier defenders. So... After the turnover, Cavaliers with a three and out, and Notre Dame Prep will take over here with four minutes remaining. Cavaliers on top, 21-14. Appleby Oil and Propane has been your local choice for fuel needs since 1975, and they're proud to serve Shiawassee, Clinton, and Saginaw counties with excellent customer service. They carry a full range of farm fuels, 
and they're also excellent for chainsaws, lawnmowers, and all small engines. Shop local with a name you know and trust for fuel online at applebyoil.com. First and 10, Notre Dame Prep will take over. Ball on the Cavalier 46-yard line. It's going to be a handoff to Melenic up the middle, and he's stopped by Alan Merva and Jaden Eddington. Good to see Jaden Eddington back in the game for the Cavaliers, and it looks like Tarek Bauer is also back in the yep. game for the Cavaliers, so That's really dire relief here for Cavalier fans. Big time. Nice first down run by Melenic. He gained six. You guys getting the feeling whoever has the ball last could win this yep. one? Yep. Broadcasting cliche 101. Tuttle looking to throw. He's got Collins over here on the right side. Makes one man miss. He's going to cut up the middle. Finally brought down by Tarek Bauer after a nice catch and run by Collins. He, rather, that was Dane Zeman with the tackle. That real good blocking on that screen right there. Yeah, that sets up really nice. First and 10 for the Fighting Irish on the Cavalier 27-yard line. Cavaliers holding on to a one-score lead, 21-14. Three minutes remaining here in the third. Tuttle in the shotgun. He's got Melenic to the right. Two wide receivers out to his left. Two wide receivers here close to our side. Tuttle's going to look to throw. A lot of time here for him. Thinks about taking off. He's eventually going to take off. Oh! Alan Merva. Alan Merva with a nice strip. The ball hit the ground, and Tuttle just right place, right time, was able to land right on it. Ended up being a positive gain. Third and ten. Yeah, about a half a yard on that to keep that from being a sack. Third. Great coverage right there by the Cavs. Third quarter clock continues to tick down. Two and a half minutes to go. Tuttle in the shotgun. We'll see what he looks to do. Cavalier defense gets ready. Tuttle surveys. It's going to be a pass. He's looking for Melenic. It's going to be a screen play. Melenic makes one man miss. He's over across the left side. Cuts back over to the numbers, and he's brought down right at about the 15-yard line. Boy, did that set up nice. But we've got an injured Cavalier down. They're trying to wave over the medical staff. I'll get out my monocular. It looks like a Cavalier is down over on that far sideline. So we'll take an extended break here as the athletic training staff and Coach Steve Herrick will run out. 2.18 here left to go in the third quarter. Cavaliers on top, 21-14 to here on the Castle Z92.5 Game of the Week. We've always said that sportsmanship is the golden rule in action, but why should it stop when the game's over? Now more than ever, we need to respect each other and treat each other with common decency, not only between the lines, but outside the lines in our daily lives. In sports and in life, nothing beats good sportsmanship. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. For over 50 years, Mars Furniture and Mattress in Owasso has served the community. They are your locally owned hometown furniture store, proud to support the Cavaliers and high school sports. Mars carries Amish-made dining room sets made by the finest craftsmen in Indiana and Ohio. This solid wood furniture is built to last for a lifetime, and Mars has oak, brown maple, and rustic hickory in sets in stock. I don't know what that means. Uh, now through the end of the year, you can get 40% on Oh, sets of them, yeah. You can <laughs> save 40% on American-made recliners. Stop in today at Mars Furniture and Mattress on M21 in Owasso, across from Walmart. So a good sign here for the Cavaliers. It was Caden Cowdery who was down over on the far sideline, and he is able to 
get up. He's walking off here with the athletic trainer and coach Steve Herrick helping him off. And he was kind of an unsung hero of the Goodrich game earlier this year as Wyatt Bauer went down early in that game. And Caden Cowdery stepped in, threw a touchdown pass, and kind of got that Cavalier offense going. So nice to see him walking off the field. He's a key member of their secondary. Quick score, New Lothrop 22, Ithaca 20 after three quarters. Wow. Donnie Brook over there at Hornet Field. That is awesome. So 2.18 here remaining in the third. Cavaliers on top, 21-14. Notre Dame Prep will have it first and 10 from the 16-yard line. Clock is ticking here, just about two minutes remaining. It's going to be a handoff to Melenic up the middle. Nice gain there as he's following Corey Restipo and Joe Jaluk over that left side of the line. He gains about seven. Their last drive, they coughed it up down there. They're going to definitely try to hold on to it here. Three wide outs over here on this side of the field. Tuttle takes the snap. It's going to be a QB keeper over the right side. Caden, rather, Jaden Eddington does a good job wrapping him up. We'll see where the officials make it. Definitely, mark it rather, definitely short of the first down. We'll see officially where it is. Looks like about third and one. Ball on the eight-yard line. Tuttle surveys the defense, sends one man in motion. It's going to be Melenic up the middle. And he's going to be real close. Brought down by Bryce Eddington. Officials are going to have a discussion here. He only needed a yard, but that was a great tackle made by Bryce Eddington. Short. And the officials are going to mark him short. Uh, they're going to bring out the chains now, I believe. Officials still having a discussion, and they're going to take an official timeout here. Probably going to get the chains out here to measure this one. That's exactly what they'll do. So 113 remaining here in the third quarter. Cavaliers on top, 21-14 to on the Castle Z92-5 game of the week. Start your wellness journey today at the brand-new Memorial Healthcare Wellness Center in Owasso. Members have access to a full array of scientifically and medically-based wellness initiatives to help you reach and maintain your fitness goals. Membership includes use of the cardio exercise area, the SkyTrack, where you can walk, jog, or run. Drop in on one of many fitness classes, swim and exercise in the therapy pool, or relax in the sauna or steam room. Memorial Healthcare. Wellness Center offers a choice of memberships to fit the whole family. Find out more at memorialhealthcare.org. So officials sending out the chains here, and it's actually going to be a Notre Dame first down. So that will move the chains, bring up first and goal from the eight-yard line here for Notre Dame Prep. Just about a minute remaining here in the third quarter. Cavaliers hanging on to a 21-14 lead. It's a nail-biter. <laughs> Officials start the clock, and Tuttle is going to take this snap in the shotgun. He's going to send Melenic in motion. It's going to be a keeper himself. Tuttle inching toward the goal line. He's brought down at about the four by a host of Cavalier defenders there on the defensive line, Alan Merva and Austin Oginski. Got to about the four-yard line there. Third quarter winding down. Looks like some confusion there. Penalty. Probably going to go against the Fighting Irish. 42 seconds remaining. Cavaliers 21-14. And it is going to be a false start on the offense. So that will back them up five yards. It's been a well-played game as far as penalties go for the most part. Cavaliers student section chanting, you can't do that. 
packed house here on the home side and a busy away section there for Pontiac Notre Dame prep. Their fans traveled well. Tuttle's going to keep this one rather a pitch. Patrick Mahomes style to about the five-yard line there. Looked like that was Prater that got that one. And it's going to bring up a big third and goal here from about the five-yard line. Clock is going to tick down. We'll see what the Fighting Irish decide to do. Under 14 seconds left. They're going to hustle to the line. Tuttle in the shotgun. Ball is snapped. They're going to get a run at it here. Malenic, or rather it's a pass play. And another costly drop for the Fighting Irish as Tuttle did a nice job of laying that one up perfectly. And it looked like Prater just wasn't able to bring that one in as he was sitting right in the end zone. Would have been an easy touchdown. Just bounced off his hand. So five seconds here remaining in the third. Fourth and goal from the four. Looks like they're sending the field goal team out. And Notre Dame looking to just get some points <laughs> on the board. We'll be weary of a fake. <laughs> and once again, <laughs> it's all on the shoulders of young Danny Noonan. <laughs> I was just going to point out, we're talking about the crowd, man. They have this field completely circled. Yeah. So Zach Malenik in to attempt this field goal. 21-14 Cavaliers. Snap the hole, and the kick is up. Whoa, he's got a lot of legs. Yeah, and that the kick playground. is good. So Notre Dame will take the points here. They'll add a field goal. Two seconds left here in the third, and the Cavaliers hanging on to a 21-17 lead. How long are we giving him on that? 20-yarder? Yeah. Box Pro Street Service on West Hibbard Road. They're experts when it comes to your ride. Top quality work on customs, classics, and street rides. Box Pro Street Service also works under the hood from tune-ups to custom engines. Body work to fix those rusty spots, painting, or at this time of year, fixing those dents from running into whitetails. If you hit the ditch, they offer towing service as well. Custom fabrications are no problem for the pros at Boggs Pro Street Service. Owned and operated by Seth Boggs. Stop into the shop, 2507 West Hibbard Road, Noasso. Boggs Pro Street Service. Proud to support our area student-athletes on Z92.5, the castle. So, Malenik, after that 20-yard field goal, will kick things off here. Two seconds remaining here in the third quarter. We'll see what he decides to do. Parker Isham stands at his own five-yard line, awaiting a return for the Cavaliers. Kick is off, and... That one is going to sail out of bounds. So Cavaliers with some good field position here to start this fourth quarter. They'll get one play off, though, as the clock has stopped. Two seconds remaining here. 21-17, the Cavaliers lead. This is shaping up to be a heck of a fourth quarter here on the Z92-5 Castle Game of the Week. Corona Cavaliers and Notre Dame Prep, the winner, will advance to the regional final. Well, they'll play the winner of either Marine City or... Blanking on the other Luther team. Lutheran North. Luke, Luke McComb, Lutheran North. That's a close game, too, right at the moment. So Cavaliers will come out with first and 10 on the 35. Wyatt Bauer in the shotgun. He's got Jaden Eddington to his left, surveying that Notre Dame defense. It's going to be a handoff, to, rather, a quarterback keeper. Nice job, Wyatt Bauer, oh, pulling boy. that one away. Probably a gain of maybe one, but Eddington was going to be stuffed in the backfield for a big loss. 
So a smart play by Bauer to keep that one and get what positive yards he could. Well, that'll do it here for three quarters in Cavalier country. At the end of three, Corona Cavaliers 21, Fighting Irish of Notre Dame Prep 17. We'll get back to the fourth quarter here after a quick word from our sponsors. Homejoy in downtown Corona on Shiawassee Street has been proud supporters of our community since 2005, offering in-home care, respite, and companionship for our loved ones. Many services are available to our seniors and challenged for those who wish to stay at home but still need support. Homejoy does cooking, cleaning, personal care, and errands. Homejoy also helps with medication reminders, and they have an adult social center for loved ones. A little TLC can go a long way in caring for seniors with dementia, Parkinson's, arthritis, or other difficulties. Nurses are available 24-7. Follow Homejoy on Facebook and get more info at homejoy.care. Dedicated, passionate home care. Homejoy. Fourth quarter about to get underway here. 12 minutes of game time to decide the district champion. Corona Cavaliers on top, 21-17. They have it first and 10 from the 35, rather second and 10. This is a pass out to Bryce Eddington, and he's got some room. Makes one man miss, cross the Come first on. down marker there. Uh, it didn't look like it, it like from it. here. It did. Maybe. Great move right there, and I guess the only way you can grab him is in front of the the face mask, but uh, no call by the refs on that one. Yeah, might have just got the jersey below the face mask, according to the ref, but that was real close. Gain of 12 for the Cavaliers. Nice play, too. Yeah, oh, absolutely. First and 10 on the 46. Clock has just started here in the fourth quarter. Cavaliers up 21-17. What Looking a up. WJSB, Ashley Owasso, C925, The Castle. Pitch play to Eddington as he's taking that one up over the middle of the field for a nice gain of about seven there. That little pitch play you see that technically I believe counts as a pass. Quarterback yeah. gets the quick snap and just kind of pops it right back up to the motion man. Yep. Eddington was able to take that one across midfield to about the 48-yard line. Boy, a touchdown here by the Cavaliers would be pretty huge, wouldn't it? Absolutely. Derek Bauer's going to run this play in. Looks like he maybe is still limping a little bit. Yeah. But at this point of the season, you're just fighting through any little injury you have. Everyone's hurt. Yep. Second and four. Wyatt Bauer under center. It's going to be a handoff to Isham. Nice hole there made by the left side of the line. Austin Oginski and Alan Merva. Isham was able to run past the first down marker virtually untouched. He ended up getting to about the 41-yard line, moving the chains here for the Cavaliers. 10-28 remaining here in the fourth. Yeah, the beautiful thing about that play is the way Corona lined up. Everybody knew who was getting it. Everybody knew where it was going, and Notre Dame couldn't stop it. Again, good blocking up front, and Parker Isham, solid run. Now back into the ballgame, number 32, Jay Nettington. 21-17, Cavaliers on top. Bauer going to line up under center again. They're going to that single back formation. And Eddington's going to get the handoff up over the right side. Met right at the line of scrimmage, but just kind of leans over and falls forward for about four yards. These teams, you can just definitely tell. A little bit different than what we saw last week. These two teams are really respecting each other. Yeah. 
seems like after every play, they're helping each other up, yep. giving a little helmet tap. Really, you can just tell that they, they understand you're the best team we've played all season. This is an awesome game. The winner's probably going to Ford Field. Let's just make this a, a good competitive game instead of, you know, some of those extracurriculars we might see when yep. when some of these teams go head-to-head. So second and seven here for the Cavaliers after that Jay Nettington run. A little bit of movement here on this side. Going to an audible. Official's going to let it go. It's going to be a handoff over the left side. Eddington's got some Stiff room. Arm. Stiff arms one man. Oh. Ended up getting gang-tackled over there on that left side by Brody Sink and another member of the Irish defensive unit. Yeah, Sink totally handled that perfectly with a stiff arm. He went right through it. And Jay yeah. Nettington knows how to throw a stiff arm. Yeah, we saw him put a guy right into the turf last week. Yeah. Eric Bauer on the sideline right now dealing with some cramps. He's stretching out. Oh, jeez. Get out the pickle juice. <laughs> and the mustard. 8.38 here in the fourth. Cavaliers hanging on to a 21-17 lead. Big third down for them. Third and five on the Fighting Irish 36-yard line. Is he fighting cramps or is he fighting exhaustion? Wyatt Bauer alone in the shotgun. Going to look to throw. He's got no time. Got it. And that pass is hauled in. Who else but Jaden Nettington? Stepping up. Right at the 30-yard line. Falls forward for a Cavalier first down. And there's something you don't see often as Jaden Nettington passed the line of scrimmage without the ball looking for it. And Wyatt Bauer did a nice job evading one would-be sack. Put it right on Eddington's numbers, and he hauled it in and I'm just watching. Pulled up a Cavalier first down. Watching Tarek on the sideline. I'm not sure what's going on with him. Just kneeling down. Eight minutes left here in the fourth. First and ten for the Cavaliers on the Irish 30. There's that shovel pass. Bryce Eddington pass. now taking it over. Nice! Got him on Eddington! Oh, Game touchdown, rather. Saving tackle over there at the ten-yard line. Ted, it's almost like you were in his helmet right when you said cut back. Eddington cut across the numbers, found a big hole, and was able to push that one up to the eight-yard line for a nice run there by Bryce Eddington. Official gain of about 20 yards. Touchdown saving tackle. What a beautiful run. And look at him. He's coming out now with cramps. What is happening? It isn't that warm, but. No. So first and goal here from the eight-yard line. 7.30 remaining. Cavaliers on top, 21-17. Penalty. Too many men on the field. That'll back the Cavaliers up. Legal substitution there on the yeah. Cavaliers. A yeah, five-yard penalty won't kill him, but boy, what a run by Eddington. Yeah. yeah, I don't know who made that tackle, but uh, no, we've seen that turn into a touchdown almost every yeah. time that uh, Bryce or, or Tarek actually gets, uh, gets that play. Keeps Notre Dame in the uh, game. Yeah. They trail 21-17, but we're almost at the midway point of the fourth quarter. 7-13 remaining as the clock ticks down. 21-17 Cavaliers as they will get through the line. Under center is Wyatt Bauer. He's got Jaden Eddington behind him. He's going to send Tarek Bauer in motion. He's going to be lead blocker for Jaden Eddington as Eddington gets across the 10 over to about the 4-yard line there. Smart running, patient running there by Jaden Eddington. He gets to the 5. Second and goal coming up. And this drive is using clock, yeah. boys. Yeah, this is exactly what you see from both Eddington and Isham. They start to put things away when you get into the fourth quarter. 
They'll hang on to the football. Second and goal from the sixth officially. Wyatt Bauer under center. It's going to be another handoff to Jaden. He's up over the right oh, side. He's got, he's got free room. Walks into the end zone. The Cavaliers are looking to march to the regional final. They're going to build to their lead on this Jaden Eddington five-yard touchdown run, his third of the night, and the Cavaliers on top, 27-17, with an extra point awaiting. Virtually untouched. You you talk about how hard it is to bring down Jaden Eddington, but if you don't even get close to him, (laughs) it ain't happening. He's not tripping over the chalk or nothing. So Cavaliers up 10 right now. I'm gonna do you go for two? They're they're gonna go for the kick. And it's yeah, you're up in good. The chart says you're right. I don't have the chart in front of me or nothing, but yeah, I mean logic would would dictate you would go for two right there, but but they'll take it. So after the Jaden Eddington touchdown, the Cavaliers on top, 28-17, with 6:25 remaining in the fourth here on the Castle Z92.5 game of the week. The Hannah Joseph Law Firm believes who you choose to represent you in court matters. The Hannah Joseph Law Firm and Attorney Robert Hannah Joseph will help you when you need a lawyer. Divorce, family law, criminal defense, and appeals litigation. Also bankruptcy, civil law, wills, and trust. The Hannah Joseph Law Firm will counsel you and protect your rights. You can trust the years of experience of this former prosecuting attorney, supporting the Corona Cavaliers and our other area schools. For more details and information, go online at thehinnajoselawfirm.com. Well, you know, the Cavaliers, and especially Tarek Bauer, playing their guts out because Tarek was disposing of some of them on the <laughs> sideline. <laughs> Definitely a little under the weather. So that was his problem when he was kneeling down there. Yeah. And he was able to lead a key block there on the first run from Eddington. So even though he's battling some sickness, he's still out there making plays there for his teammates. Andrew Jack on to kick. We hope everybody's enjoying this game on Z92.5 The Castle on the NFHS video network. We're glad to be here. We hope to maybe be here again next week, but we still have 6.25 to go in this one. Andrew Jack's going to squib this one to uh, Irish Upman. That's Billy Collins fielding it at the 20. He's got some room. He's over across the 35 to about the 37-yard line where he's eventually brought down there by Lucas Hamola. 6-19 here remaining in the fourth quarter. Fighting Irish will get it on the 39-yard line. Cavaliers hanging on to a 28-17 lead right now. Here's the helmet. If you're Corona, man, you got to prevent any big strikes here. Keep them in front of you. Tarek back in the ballgame. A couple pounds lighter. (laughs) Senior quarterback for the Irish, Jacob Tuttle, looking over at his sideline. He's got Malenik next to him. In the backfield, Malenik has had a heck of a game so far. It's going to be a pass play. Tuttle's got oh, some room. Oh, 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 he's brought oh, down there in the backfield. Aaron Merva, the junior captain, making a great defensive play there. It looked like Tuttle was going to have all the time in the world, and Merva's strength just prevailed. He was able to motor past Jake Garth to get the sack, and that's going to back up the Irish four yards, second and 14. Tuttle going to look back to throw. He's got a man at the line of scrimmage. That's hauled in. Little catch and run there. Bryce Eddington able to make the tackle as that was Braden Prater there who made that reception. Third and five here for the Irish as they're going to hurry up this offense even more. 5.37 remaining in the fourth. 
Cavaliers on top, 28-17. Winner moves on to the regional final. Malenik's going to get oh. the handoff, and he's up the middle. And a nice tackle made by who else but Tarek Bauer, yeah. as he might have been gone if Bauer didn't make that tackle there right at the 45-yard line. Nonetheless, it'll move the chains here for the Irish. Saved a touchdown. Clock is at 524. They'll start it up after they put the ball down. First and 10 from the 45. Tuttle in the backfield. He's going to look to throw again. Surveying. He's got a lot of time. He's going to chuck this one up Uh-oh. to the middle. Oh, oh. Tarek Bauer was about to make a one-handed acrobatic catch. And he was really the only the only man on either team there waiting yeah. for that one. Is Just a little too high for Bauer <laughs> on that. And yeah. Like I said, he was the only one open. That well, was- there was a couple of people open, but... He was the only one that was in the area. Worst pass by Tuttle tonight, and if Tarek had that to do over again, he just would have taken one more step back. He had the clincher. Look out. Tuttle with the pass. He takes a shot from Bryce Eddington, who came off the corner untouched. Pass hauled in by Joey DeCassis there over on the right side. Bring up third and short here for the Fighting Irish. Under five minutes remaining in the fourth. Tuttle going to take the pass, the snap rather. Keep him in Hauled in over right here. Oh, on the goal. Oh, Look at that. Cavaliers! up with a fun ball cover. Yeah. And they're going to take over first and ten on the 33-yard line. A fumble by Luke Malenik, hauled in by Jaden Eddington. And the Cavalier defense for the second time tonight forced the ball on the ground and come up with a recovery. I think Andrew Jack might have stripped that one. I think you're right. A beautiful defense right there. Now, if you're Corona, man, you just hang on to that ball. If you're Notre Dame, you're trying to strip it out of there. But 4.48 to go. Both teams have all three of their timeouts. 28-17. Cavaliers looking for a district championship and a first-time ever 11-0 start. First and 10, they'll take it. 4.48 remaining. Wyatt Bauer under center. He's got Jaden Eddington in the backfield with him. It's going to be a handoff to Eddington over the right side. Yeah, they're trying to strip up it. Up the middle. Eddington doing a good job of hanging on to the ball and fighting for a few extra yards. Looks like a gain of about three or four there. We mentioned that each team has all of their timeouts remaining. That clock is going to continue to tick down. Official gain of four. Rather, five here for Eddington. Second and five. Ball on the Cavalier 38-yard line. 4.20 remaining here in the fourth. 28-17 Cavaliers. Desperation mode here for the Fighting Irish. I thought we had a timeout, but they're just going to their position. Wyatt Bauer going to take this one under center. Looking to hopefully just run this one out. Sends Bryce Eddington in motion. Turns around and gives it to Jaden Eddington. He motors through. Past the 45-yard line to the 46 for a Cavalier first down. That'll move the chains. 3.56 remaining now. 28-17, Cavaliers holding on to a lead. Ball right on the 45-yard line. Boy, these fans here can feel it. It's going to be a party if they can hang on to this one. 3.45 remaining. Clock continuing to tick down. Fighting Irish electing to keep their timeouts for now. Corona says, all right by us. We'll take our time here with this play clock and use all of it. Wyatt Bauer going to line up under center. This time Parker Isham lines up behind. It's going to be a handoff over the left side to Isham. 
across the middle there for a short gain of about three. And with that, Fighting Irish are going to take their first timeout of the half. 3.15 remaining in this one. Cavaliers on top, 28-17, looking to punch their ticket to the regional final and their first 11-0 season in program history. Has your child missed a routine vaccination? The Shiawassee County Health Department offers all recommended vaccinations for children and can work with parents to determine a vaccine catch-up schedule that works for you and your family. Visit health.shiawassee.net for a comprehensive list of what vaccines your child may be eligible for and when to get them. Call 989-743-2356 to schedule an appointment. Shiawassee County Health Department, promoting wellness, protecting health. Got a final. Bullock Creek defeats Chesanine and ends their spectacular season 34-14. to Corona looking to move on here, though, up 28-17 with just 3 minutes and 15 seconds to go. Notre Dame down to their final couple of timeouts. Second and eight here on the Cavalier 47-yard line. Wyatt Bauer under center. Jaden Eddington behind him in the backfield. He's going to get the handoff again, running up the middle. Fighting Irish doing their best to try to rip that ball out. Basically just offensive line versus defensive line pushing. And Cavaliers going to get a gain of about three there for Eddington. They called their second time out, so they're just rolling the dice now, Casey. Ball near midfield. It's going to be third and five coming out of this T.O. 3.05 remaining here in the fourth quarter. And, man, this game has been all it has been advertised. A lot of TV crews here tonight. We talked to Kyle Clough at halftime. He said there was about 20 or 30 other alumni that he met up with before the game. Really special community Corona has that, I mean, we've been here four times. Ted, you've been here quite a few times as well. Their stands are packed every home game to watch this special team try to punch their ticket right now to the regional finals and hopefully for them even further on this season. Well, this is their legacy game right here. This stamps them. We've talked about it all season long. You know, I've been around a long, long time. I've been saying this is the best Corona team that I have ever seen. And, that, you know, I saw the 76 team. I saw the 66 team. You know, the 2002 team, they're all very good squads amongst others. But if they get to the 11-0 mark, which they're 305 away from it, they're it. Third and five here from midfield. Wyatt Bauer under center. Oh, we have some movement on the end. Little of the line movement. Here. Refs are going to let him play. Not the first time that that's happened here in this game. Bauer under center sends a man in motion. It's going to be Eddington again. Oh, they knew and that. He stopped <laughs> in the backfield there at about the 49-yard line. So no gain there. Fighting Irish are going to take their third and final timeout with three minutes remaining here in the fourth quarter. Cavaliers hanging on to a 28-17 lead. They'll have it fourth and six when we come back with a quick word from our sponsor. The pecan berry salad is back in season at McAllister's Deli. They start with a bed of fresh uh, mixed greens, add grilled chicken, toss in some fresh strawberries and blueberries, add candied pecans for some crunchy sweetness, then top it all off with their delicious and fat-free raspberry pecan vinaigrette. This fan favorite won't be here long, so enjoy it while you can. Order your pecan berry salad on the app or online at McAllister'sDeli.com. Happy pecan berry uh, season. 
Nearly 1,500 of the state's top student-athletes will be recognized for excelling academically and in school activities through the MHSAA's Scholarship Athlete Award, underwritten by Farm Bureau Insurance. The applicants will be in the running for a total of $32,000 college scholarships. Application materials are available exclusively online through the MHSAA website, and the deadline to apply is December 2nd. Don't miss out. Fourth and six from midfield. Colton Vila is going to long snap it to Paul Gaylis. A clean snap, a clean punt here. Billy Collins is awaiting at oh, the five, nice. and it's going to take a nice Cavalier bounce right at the 10-yard line, which is where the Fighting Irish will take over with 2.51 remaining. Cavaliers on top, 28-17 here as this fourth quarter is coming to a close. Victory Heating and Cooling, serving all of Michigan, is proud to feature Train Heating and Cooling products. Train has the right system for your home. Victory Heating and Cooling has the best HVAC installers and service crews in the business. Victory Heating and Cooling. Featuring train products, the best team with the best products for your home. Visit VictoryHeatingAndCooling.com or call 989-224-7171. Jacob Tuttle on first down with a nice completion over to the right side. Brings that one in and ducks out of bounds for a short gain of about five. 2.47 remaining here. Fighting Irish with no timeouts. Clock obviously stops on first downs. Tuttle in the backfield. He's got Melenic to his left. Steps back to throw. Good time in the pocket. He's going to look over to the left side. Tarek Bauer in coverage there. That one is batted down, incomplete. Good coverage there over by Tarek on the far side as Tuttle was looking for Billy Collins past the first down marker. Third and four upcoming here for the Irish. 2.41 left in the fourth. Fighting Irish hustle to the line. Cavaliers get set in their defense. Tuttle is going to survey. Ball is snapped. It's going to be a handoff to Melenic up over the right side. He's got the first down and then some. He's across the 30 over to the 33-yard line there. I think maybe the Cavaliers were expecting pass. Irish went with the run to Melenic, and that'll move the chains for the Fighting Irish. 2.36 left in the fourth. Tuttle looks back to throw over to the right side. That one is batted incomplete over there by Bryce, rather by Parker Isham over on that far right side. Second and 10 upcoming for the Irish. 2.31 remaining here in the fourth. Got a a D4 final. Goodrich over Freeland, 21-20. Cavaliers hanging on to a lead here, 28-17, looking to punch their ticket to the regional finals. Tuttle in the backfield alone. Looking over to throw. He's got a man over at the far sideline there. Hauled in. Couldn't quite tell who brought that one in, but they were able to duck out of bounds to stop the clock. Parker Isham was in coverage. Ball on the 41-yard line, third and about two here for the Fighting Irish. 2.28, clock is stopped. Cavaliers on top, 28-17. Ball is snapped, and it's Melenic again up the middle. Oh, I don't know. Oh, they got the first down with that run. He was able to get a second effort there up over the left side to move the chains. First and 10 on the 45 for the Fighting Irish. 2.23 remaining. Cavaliers hanging on, 28-17. Clock has ran. Clock has started to run. Tuttle looking to throw. Good protection by his line. Cavaliers chasing, and he's brought down by Dane Zeman at about the 49-yard line. So Fighting Irish move into Cavalier territory, but that clock 
is continuing to tick. We're down under two minutes now. Ball on the 49-yard line, second and four. Tuttle alone in the backfield. Two wide receivers to his right, two to his left. Takes the snap, looks back to throw. Looking across midfield, he's got a man in the middle, and that was overthrown. Tarek Bauer got a hand on it. Wasn't going to be complete either way. So a big third down coming up here, obviously, in four-down territory as this clock is winding down. But third and four here for the Fighting Irish. Ball on the Cavalier 49-yard line. Run up by 11, under two minutes to go. Snap over here to the left side. Luke Malenik in and out of his hands. He was going to have to make a couple men miss. Regardless, it's incomplete. And fourth down here for the Fighting Irish. Play of the game for the Cavaliers. Home team, home crowd rather, is on their feet. They can feel it. Fourth and four, 148 remaining. Fighting Irish with it on the Cavalier 49-yard line. Tuttle stands alone in the backfield, surveys the defense. Here's the snap, looking to throw over to the right side. In, did he get it? And it looks like incomplete. The Cavaliers are going to march to the regional final. For the first time in program history, the Corona Cavaliers move to 11-0. Their historic undefeated season will live on. What a performance, boys. We saw a classic here. Oh, man. man. And once again, the Cavalier defense, the unsung hero, the story of this ballgame, two forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries, a huge fourth down. Man, what a game we just watched. 144 officially remaining here. No timeouts for the Fighting Irish. Cavaliers on top, 28-17. They're going to line up in victory formation as this crowd is going to get on their feet here as the Cavaliers are going to win this ball game and district championship. First kneel down by Wyatt Bauer. Uh, I, I, what's the map? Does it, will they be able to run it completely down? Minute and a half. Two more downs. It's going to be close. Be They'll probably close. have to get a punt off. Yeah, which is that scares you. But then there's hardly any time right. left, no matter what. But I do agree with this. Just don't take uh. any chances of <laughs> fumbling it. Well, we saw earlier in the college football yeah, you're season. You're up by well, two scores. Yeah, right. run, run as much as you can out, and yep. heck, take a penalty to get more room to punt. Exactly. Clock under a minute. Wyatt Bauer with his second knee. Victory formation here for the Cavaliers. So clock is going to tick down. We'll see if the math shakes out. Again, looks like Corona might have to get a punt off here with a few seconds remaining. But for... I don't know. I don't think they will. Actually, yeah. Under 40 seconds left here. Yeah, it's going to work out. Another knee for the Cavaliers. And this ball game is over. The 2023 district champion Cavaliers are going to move on to the regional finals as they down number four Notre Dame Prep 28-17 here in front of a packed house at Nick and East Athletic Field. Tony Young and the entire Young family salute all mid-Michigan area athletes. At Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC, they know it takes teamwork to be successful. So from the Young team to your team, have a great season. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso invite you to drive a little and save a lot. Visit them online at youngautosales.com. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC. 
proud supporters of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. You always get the best at Beck's Trailer Superstore, the nation's largest trailer dealer. With over 1,500 trailers on 45 acres, you won't find a better selection anywhere. Whether you're looking for an open or enclosed trailer for work or play, you'll find the perfect trailer at Beck's. They've got flexible financing options through several national and local lenders to offer the most competitive rates and payments starting at only $69 a month. For the best selection of quality trailers at unbeatable prices, call 888-SAY-BEX or visit Beckstrailerstore.com. And so with that, the Cavaliers, district champions, they're going to march on to the regional final. The final score here, 28-17 over Pontiac, Notre Dame prep. We're going to send things back to the station real quick and then meet you right back here for the three-point podcast postgame show. Are you ready for some football? Check out the newest edition of High School Sports Scene. You'll find photos and stories on local teams and student athletes. Grab a copy at your favorite high school or on the newsstands today. For schedules, previews, feature stories, and more, pick up our latest issue or check us out at highschoolsportscene.com. Z92.5 The Castle is a proud supporter of high school sports and sports scene. Well, welcome back to Nick and East Athletic Field here in Corona for the three-point podcast post-game show here on Z92.5 The Castle. I'm Casey Smith with Bart Matthews and Ted Fatale, where we just called one heck of a game, fellas, here. And honestly, this is very cool, as both teams right now are taking a huddle at midfield. Just mutual respect being showed that really we talked about and noted all game. Every single play, they were helping each other up, patting each other on the helmets. It really seems like this was kind of two teams that understood what this game really meant and really that kind of what we all figured up here was a trip to the final four and probably the state finals here the winner of this one cavaliers coming up on top 28 17 as they'll advance to the regional final next week fellas what are our initial thoughts here on this one we, i feel like we're kind of almost shell-shocked we just witnessed <laughs> an, an absolute classic that happened here oh, man. at nick and east athletic field yeah you know one of the things that we kept on talking about is the the similarities between both of these teams. And the biggest similarity is the margins of victory and the way they basically rolled everybody they played. And you had to be wondering what happens when either one of them faced adversity. Well, both of them did tonight. And I tell you what, both of them showed a lot of grit. Both of them showed a lot of determination. Uh, Corona maybe just a little bit more grit and a little bit more determination. And the way they were able to adjust and able to fight through this tonight was just incredible. Yeah, just a just a tremendous performance by the Cavaliers. And case back to Casey's point too. Well, respect, yeah. big time respect by both of these teams. They know, and I won't go as far as saying Casey they're going to go to Ford Field, but they are one step closer, and they definitely have more favorable uh, next couple of games if you want to put it that way. But I guess Marine City and uh, Lutheran North are in one heck of a battle as that's coming down the stretch. But uh, the district of death won by the Cavaliers. <laughs> Quick scoring recap here for you. Fighting Irish got things started. Jacob Tuttle threw a ton-yard touchdown pass to Weeble House to start things off 7 to nothing. And Jaden Eddington was able to punch in two straight touchdowns, one of seven yards and one of five yards. That one got the Cavaliers on the board and in the lead, 14-7. to Tuttle was then able to connect on a 45-yard touchdown strike to Luke Malenic. That tied things up at 14-14. And then probably the play of the game was Wyatt Bauer able to find Tarek Bauer on a 73-yard touchdown strike 
to put things at 21-14. Malenik then able hit a 20-yard 20-yard field goal, rather, 21-17. Got things really close, and then the final nail in the coffin was Jaden Eddington, a five-yard touchdown run to steal the win and the district title for the Cavaliers as they are rushing over to their student section celebrating with their fans here on just a great night here in Cavalier country. Well, a quick score, Ithaca 29, New Lothrop 28, a final. Oh, wow. A lot of close games here. I'm telling you. So Cavaliers, their historic season will continue. 10-0 coming into this one, 11-0. They'll move on to the regional final. That game we're assuming will be Broadcasted here on Z92.5 The Castle. It will also be on the NFHS Network. You fans are also in for a treat, as unfortunately I am not able to make that game. Uh, but we don't know. Could be Saturday. It could be Saturday. Could if be it's Saturday. on Friday, you are in the capable hands of local radio legend Ted the Sports <laughs> Guy Patel. As I have other obligations, I will be out of town. Unless it's on a Saturday. But just prepping you for that one is that's going to be another awesome matchup as it looks like Ted mentioned Marine City and Macomb Lutheran are in a battle there. We'll see what the final score of that plays out. Bart, how about some stats or some final words from our sponsors here for you? And I know we got the drive of the game and the player of the game. Well, you know, some of the big stats tonight, I mean, taking a look at uh, Pontiac Notre Dame and uh, their quarterback, Jacob Tuttle, finishing with uh, 207 yards and uh, including a 44-yard touchdown strike. Very impressive. And the running back, Luke Malenik, with 140 yards. I mean, either one of those guys could be uh, a perfect candidate for the player of the game. I'm thinking uh, Wyatt Bauer may be a candidate as well, 10-19 for 177 yards and a TD. But i got to go again with Jaden Eddington, 84 yards, 84 hard-fought yards, three touchdowns included in that. Uh, we're going to call him the player of the game tonight. Brought to you by Audiology Center of St. John's for hearing, testing, and health. Visit them at wecarehowyouhear.com. Now taking a look at our drive of the game, uh, we're going to go back to that beautiful touchdown strike in the uh, going from uh, Wyatt to Tarek. Uh, that drive that uh, finished off with that 73-yard touchdown that tied it at seven, didn't it? Is that what? No, that that, that, that was the put one. Him in, by, put him up by a touchdown. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna go with that one right there. Um, beautiful drive right there by uh, Corona. Drive of the game brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso, saluting all Mid Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. I'm not sure I want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> this is too much fun. <laughs> yeah, what a game. What a game. You know, we've been talking about it all week long about how this should not have been a second-round playoff game, and it definitely shouldn't have. But, damn, I was glad to be here for it. No doubt. <laughs> you know, what an incredible game. And looking forward to this. Two two great teams. Uh, <coughs> hard to see how we're going to top this next it's week. It's going to be tough, but I'll tell you what. Let's have a picnic. Let's lay out our McAllisters. <laughs> let's uh, take our time packing up. Let's savor this victory. I mean, it's, and again, i can got to say it one more time. First ever Corona Cavalier team to go 11-0. and So, first team ever to win 11 games. So, uh, hats off to this Cav team. They, you know, they're not done. 
the mission's still in front of them. You know, they've had that mission for a long time, and they've pulled it all together. This is their toughest game they had. They knew it would be, and they got it done. Even after a slow start, you know, they just went to work. And from every player on the team, all the coaches, it's just an excellent effort. And as Steve Herrick has mentioned, and we talked about it a little bit at halftime, they're just taking it like every game is their Super Bowl, just preparing yep. as best they can. Well, now their next game, their next Super Bowl, is going to be next weekend in the regional final. Again, your final score here from Nick and East Athletic Field, the Corona Cavaliers and district champions, 28 over Pontiac Notre Dame Prep, 28-17. That'll do it for me. Here's my partner, Bart Matthews, with a final look at our Z92.5 Castle Partners. Ah, well, thank you very, very much, Casey. And uh, got to send some thanks out to a lot of people. We like to... We like to be thankful, especially in the month of November, right? Of course. Yeah. Uh, big thanks going out, as always, to the uh, Corona Athletic Department. They take great care of us. Uh, we walked in today. We saw popcorn and subs and hot dogs and pizza and pop. Uh, they take awesome care of us here. And we've got our own private suite that I just love coming to. And it seems like we've been coming here each and every week. So it's been awesome. Big thanks going out to uh, Kate back in the studios for getting us on the air and keeping us on the air. And uh, the past couple of weeks, that's definitely been a challenge, so we appreciate everything you do for us back there in downtown Owasso. But the biggest thanks got to go out to all our sponsors, man. We have some great sponsors, and we've had a lot of people that have kind of stepped forward here in the postseason, including the 2002 Corona Cavalier football team, the three-point podcast, Appleby Oil and Propane, Audiology Center of St. John's, Bex Trailer Superstore and Service Center, Boggs Pro Street Service, Corona Public Schools, Fast Eddie's, Graham's Accounting, Homejoy, Main Street Pizza, Mars Furniture and Mattress, Maximum Towing and Recovery LLC, McAllister Deli in Owasso, Memorial Healthcare, Oaks Fisher Insurance, Pat's Place, PFCU, Shaw's Pharmacy, Shiawassee County Fair Board, the Shiawassee County Health Department, Sports Scene, the Anajosa Law Firm, Teal Forest Products, LLC, Victory Heating and Cooling, Young Buick GMC, Young Chevrolet Cadillac, and last but not least, Zadunik and Sons Trucking and Farming. A lot of great people getting involved, but there's still room for you if you want to call the station on Monday morning. So for Ted Fatale and Casey Smith, this is Bart Matthews. Your final score one more time, Corona, 28 Pontiac Notre Dame 17. You guys have a great weekend, and we hope to talk to you soon.